Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? (laughs) I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. (laughs) Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail you the bub timer. Yeah, Newcastle, especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? (laughs) No, I have not had it in the can. (laughs) Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the program, and thank you for joining us. Just a day after our one-year anniversary celebration here at the Hop Grenade yesterday, where uh, tons of people came out and drank uh, a lot of amazing beer. We still have some of it on tap if you want to come down tonight. In fact, our sponsor of today's program, More Beer, is even here drinking today. He's out on our patio having some of this great uh, tap list. It was a zoo here yesterday. I walked in at 2, and it was already just full up. Um, but it was a good time. It was cool to see how many uh, industry people were here. Yeah, we had a lot of brewers come out and people from all over the industry. People from other uh, beer bars came to support us, which I thought was really nice. Yep. Uh, I turns out like the folks from Caps and Taps out in Livermore, which is another cool uh, like uh, beer place like ours, they came out in the end of the evening. Um, the Barclays people came out, which is really nice. That's like a legendary pub to me, um, to everybody, I would guess. So they came out and hung out. Yeah, so it was just cool people. A lot of good-looking people, too. Yeah. It was like a, we had a good-looking crowd yesterday. Thank you. You're welcome, Bevo. <laughs> Present company excluded. Well, Bevo came all churched up, too. So. It was all churched up. Yeah. Had your crown on? My cool partners came into town for it. <laughs> <laughs> Marty's the cool partner. He's, he's, got, he's got all the swagger. The apple fell real far from the tree. <laughs> the apple, the tree right. threw the apple. Yeah. Get out of here. He rolled down a hill, across the field. 
Uh, yeah, we had a good time. It was fun. <laughs> the tree was an apricot tree, of God's sakes. And the apple was an apple. Yes. Right. Justin pulled the, uh, I got to go home at about 3.30 and catch some Z's before I can back here move. Yeah. The power nap. So I did, you know, I didn't, I kind of behaved myself yesterday, actually. I mean, I was feeling pretty good when I left, but I left about six or so. Um, I just couldn't sleep, man. I went home. I think I slept for two hours. And then we had a bunch of stuff to do today, so I don't know what happened. Yeah, and I, I don't do the nap thing very well either. I, if I take a nap, I'm usually done for the day, but there was no choice in the matter this time around. So try to power nap. We'll see how it goes. I'm still excited about today's show because uh, we've got a lot of good stuff happening. Um, we've got a brewery from South Korea on the program with us today. Yep. And they didn't fly in. The, the BN jet doesn't go that far. Well, it's a prop job. It's just um, not, a, not a long-range plane. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Plus, we've had run-ins with North Korea before in the jet, so we thought... <laughs> Mistaken landing. <laughs> the navigation's not very good. So we don't even like going near the region anymore. I was telling Sam about the guest tonight, and yeah. I, I was like, I don't remember whether they're from like North Korea, and he was like, pretty sure that's not what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Their, their beer is made with dirt. Yeah, Kim Jong-il will actually be on the program tonight. Yeah. He's the brewmaster there. Yes. Yeah. And he's, he's the master of everything yeah, right their beer yeah. is actually just colored in it's pencil relief drawing of beer. because <laughs> there's no they don't have resources they don't right. have, they don't have the grain no but they are good at pretending that beer's good it's the best beer ever yeah it's a little chalky but <laughs> i think it's yeah. fine they've got some water issues clearly yeah uh so yeah galmegi brewing company out of south korea is going to be on the program tonight we're going to talk to stefan from galmegi and um learn about his story and a little bit about the south korean beer scene so this is a first for us here on the bn yeah we've talked to different uh, countries around the world but never uh, a korean country so i think that's kind of exciting so we're gonna be doing that today as i mentioned more beer is our sponsor of this program they bring you this program and every session that we do so go over to morebeer.com right now and give them a little bit of love if you're looking for books or things like that that we used to carry in the store you can go buy it from more beer because we just do our own t-shirts now and hats and stuff like that uh we do have a new website up that you'll see uh, but the store's the same uh good old great merchandise that we've always had but if you're looking for anything else go over to our fine sponsor more beer they've been good to us yeah and uh no, oh, they're here getting drunk right now, so that's cool. Yeah. Giving, that, giving that money back. Yeah. Well, now's the time to hit them up. If you want a discount, come down <laughs> yeah. and yeah. go and ask yeah. them. Yeah. Owen will grab you on the shoulder and smile at you and go, yeah. well, and he'll mutter something, and you won't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. But that's the best you can get. And they're coming out with new brew sculptures soon, too. They better. Um, they, yeah. They, they kind of gave us a sneak peek at the National Homebrewers Conference this year, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Maybe they'll be kind of discounting anything any of the floor models left or something when they release the new ones i don't know maybe and i'm this is this is i'm not starting rumors here i'm just well, i think you are i'm speculating like that maybe that would happen isn't I don't that know. a rumor uh, just speculation. is it <laughs> I just, yeah, I guess. Yeah. no a rumor is like hey so i heard that they're discounting but i didn't hear anything That's i'm just, just speculating that they might okay um yeah but the rumor is usually a lot yeah. so say you know one and the same really that's not what i hear okay <laughs> Now that's a rumor. There you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so go check them out over at morebeer.com. So a couple of announcements for you real quick. We do have a brand-new uh, Brewing Network website up. Uh, told you about it last week. Please go check it out. Uh, dig around a little bit. We're still working out some of the kinks. It happens. Um, plus, I've been napping for five days. So, um, But go check it out. We've got a brand-new chat. So if you haven't been in our chat for a while, it um, it's the funny thing about it is it works now. So, yeah, actually uh, you, pretty well. Yeah. When you right. go hit the, the chat button now, you go in and you can chat with people. So that's kind of cool. Bevo's in there taking your questions if you have questions for our guest today. Or you can call us at 888-401-BEER. Um, we put up a new video today on our uh, – actually, we put it up Friday um, – 
but I don't think anybody saw it till today. Uh, it's on our Facebook page. It's on our website as well. But it, it's our first ever National Homebrewers Conference video. Usually we just do audio from there, but yeah. this year we decided to do one of our on-the-road tapes, so we did one just for club night, and I don't know if I don't say so myself, it came out pretty good. I haven't seen it. Because I saw the rough, but I didn't see the final. Oh, you should check it out. You know, Ooh. we've been raving about Club Night for years, telling yeah. everybody that it's our, our favorite night in, in homebrew, in beer, because it's just so much fun. Yeah. And I think this video actually captured the fun that we've been talking about for years. <laughs> we I think we, finally, we, did we it. finally did it. Yeah. I mean, we set out to do something, and then we did it. And we did it. Yeah. It's weird. I went to watch the video, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't load. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's YouTube's fault. Oh. Um, yeah, so check it out. I think, I think we're going to sell some tickets to NHC next year with this video. Nice. Because we are having a blast at this party, and it's all on, it's on, on camera. So It was a great time. Uh, it really was. It was cool. It was all outdoor this year, too. Um, so Pushy Jack did a really fine job on that. It was mostly his work. Uh, JP did a bunch of camera work on it as well. And then uh, Push went and put it all together in the end. So go just give it a look. You can check it out on our YouTube page. You can check it out on our Facebook page. Or you can check it out on our homepage. It's all there. Push is kicking uh, ass with the videos, man. Yeah. He's, he's making us entertaining. I know. It's weird. So they're like fun to watch. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I feel like I should uh, pay him or something. Um, he's doing a good job. All right. A couple other events that you should know about happening over here. Flat Tail, our friends from Corvallis, Oregon. You remember Dave. Uh, they're coming down here to celebrate their fifth anniversary at the Hop Grenade. Wow. So well, I think, I think no they... No one in Corvallis gives a shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Where should we have it? I don't know. Somewhere to... else. Yeah. yeah. So they're coming out of Concord. Out of town. Dave is my favorite. Um, we don't call our things pint nights because we don't discount pints or give out pint glasses or anything. We call I'll them... Say. They're always a craft series, and then we bring in somebody. But it's, you know, it's what... Uh, when the brewer comes, right? But most of the time, the brewer like stands in the corner. Like at other venues, that's, you know, they just don't do anything. It's it's a meet the brewer night, but brewers, you know, can be reclusive. Dave, Dave's awesome. He's like the life of the party. He comes in here, he's yelling at everybody. I'm Dave. Come talk to me. What do you want to know? I'll tell you right. I'll tell you everything. He goes table to table. He talks about his beer. Yeah. He's really fun. I don't mean that he's annoying at all. I mean he's actually a blast. He's the life he, of the party. He can be both. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's going to be down here this Friday doing the flat tail anniversary party. Um, cool. I might actually come out for that one. I don't usually come out to I our, might. Uh, I might do that. I was yeah. thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> I don't usually come down here. Yeah. But, uh, I'm I planning to come out. Bebo's yeah. excited. Bebo's I'm yeah. actually very excited. I've made arrangements to have a, a, a child care. And oh, yeah. So Sam's not coming? I'll watch, <laughs> right. I'll watch your kid. Bevo's been talking about it for like a couple of weeks. I've never well, seen her so excited. But for you something. know, because Dave's Dave's a blast. I don't get out very often, so when I get out, I get out. I'm Dave, and I do. Is he right. bringing five loco? Is that why I you're hope, making plans? Oh my gosh, I hope so. Oh, are we gonna put five loco on tap? But uh, no, that'd be interesting. No, <laughs> but after great. yesterday, yeah. I may not go as hard as I wanted to on Friday. Well, you got uh, plenty of time to recover. You got four days. Oh, or yeah. Something. Yeah. yeah, five days. Uh, yeah, so come on out and join us if you're local because uh, Flat Tail's a good time, and we're happy for them to be celebrating their fifth anniversary. That's it's a big deal. Uh, also, we will be at the California Craft Beer Summit. That's September 11th and 12th. You can get yourself tickets to that, and I recommend you do. CaliforniaCraftBeer.com. We're going to be there. We'll set up a booth. We're going to do a little bit of video from there, too. And there's a lot of different uh, types of beer education going on there. It's, I'm not saying that it's too formal. Uh, it's also going to be a good time. But they're really focused on educating uh, whether you're an experienced uh, beer nerd or beer aficionado or you're just getting into craft beer. They sort of have something for everybody. So... Uh, join us out there, CaliforniaCraftBeer.com for tickets. And um, then there's also at the end of it on Saturday, there's a beer fest. So what more could you ask for, really? 
Um, Moscow's got a new project that just went up today, right? Yeah, it's live as of today. Hop Life, it's called. Yeah, the uh, the website is Hop Life Store. It's a uh, Sort of a brand built around these uh, these cartoon hops I've been doing. Mm-hmm. There's an artist out of Vegas named Michael Goddard who does uh, these uh, cartoon olives and martini glasses. You, you might have seen him. He's like a really sort of popular uh, fine artist. Yeah. And so I ripped him. I mean, took inspiration from him. Sure, yeah. Uh, and That's what made, artists do. Yeah, right. And uh, I've made some uh, some cartoon hops that people seem to like. They're mostly just original paintings that are hanging here in the grenade. And people want an option. Uh, I've been asked by patrons, and hey, can I get a T-shirt or a sticker or something? Um, because... Not everyone can get an original painting. Yeah. Um, so now you, you can get those if you're so interested. So go to hoplifestore.com, and uh, there's all sorts of uh, funny hop things. I think they're rad. I just looked at the store today. I'd seen your paintings, of course, like we've seen around here, but I just went and looked at the shirts. I think they came out awesome. So Yeah, they, they look good. Uh, my, uh, my, my kid brother, Adam, is uh, he runs an art gallery down in L.A., so he and his partner, Meredith, uh, have uh, taken it and, and digitized and done the whole uh, sort of logistics thing that I never wanted to do. I just wanted to... Draw them basically. Yeah, so yeah. now you can uh, have one for yourself if you if you desire. All right, hoplifestore dot com. That's it. All right, go check it out. Support Moscow. He needs the he needs the Skrilla. Please. Uh, all right, you can support us by doing your Amazon shopping. Just hit the Amazon button. It's on the right side of the homepage. It's orange. It says Amazon. It has an Amazon logo. And when you press that, you can go do your Amazon shopping, and then That's we weird. get a little uh, piece of the action. Uh, do we have an Amazon product of the week? Yeah, a nice simple one this week. Uh, three people bought American Sour Beers by Michael Townsmere. He was nice. the uh, first guest on the uh, the Sour Hour, uh, Jay Goodwin's and, and my show here on the BN. And his book is, is awesome. He, the man wrote the book on American Sour Beers, and three people bought it through the Amazon link in paperback for $16.25 each. So uh, those guys are going to be brewing killer sour beer, and we made a couple of bucks, and everyone wins. Sweet. All right, you can also support us by hitting the Donate button. That's right above the Amazon button, I think. And uh, you can subscribe to the BN Army. Uh, you become a recurring donor, and what that does is enter you into the More Beer uh, Donation Giveaway, which is 100 bucks a month that they give away to one lucky donor. And then you get our newsletter, and you get first dibs at tickets to uh, Winterfest and, and BN parties and all sorts of things. Uh, plus, you just help keep us on the map. So hit the Donate button if you would, please. It's an expensive endeavor around here, and we need your help. All right, you can get all these updates and more over on Twitter and MySpace. Um, <laughs> and send your show ideas to Scott the Jew. That's Scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. And you can send your feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Jip, do we have a Twitter game today? Uh, I decided not to do one. Oh, come on. Okay, yeah, I did. I'm just I fooling you. I love it you. when we have a Twitter uh, game. I'm fooling you. Of that was course close. we do. <laughs> Twitter games Silly brought to you Billy. today by the Labruski Cruise, this, this beer-centric cruise that we get to go on coming up in March. Yeah. And you can go on it, too. Every Twitter winner uh, from now until we don't know when uh, is entered into uh, a chance to win a cabin for two. Yes, yeah. and I, I finally got uh, the official launch date is tomorrow, August 25. Uh, so go to LabruskiCruise.com. You, you'll, you'll see a bunch of stuff uh, there, but they're going to do their official launch uh, tomorrow. And uh, so, yeah, have some funny uh, Twitter responses, and you can you know, maybe win a cabin. I love it. All right. What is our Twitter game today? Well, uh, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the Beer Mile. It was uh, the championships were recently held in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Of course, they've been paying uh, attention. I've been reporting on it nonstop. <laughs> right. Those things don't equate. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and uh, a Canadian won for the males. There's a Canadian man okay. who won the beer challenge for the men, or the beer mile for the men. This one where you have to drink a beer every a, mile, every run, run. Yeah. every lap, every, every lap, lap of you have the to mile. Drink a beer. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, an American one for the women's team. So there you go. But uh, the Canadian uh, males have proven uh, that they can run fast and drink a beer 
the fastest. Okay. Apparently. Uh, so it got me thinking, what sort of event would we, the Brewing Network, be good at? Oh. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> is that an event? Is that your official entry? I will put it in. Yeah, a put that in. Uh, yeah, let us know. I, I, I'd be curious to see what uh, you know. What you think we would be great at doing? Okay, sounds like a good game to me. What sort of competition would the BN be good at? Okay, all right. That's our Twitter game today. How about some feedback? Should we do that? Yes, sure. Feedback's brought to you today by a good friend, John, over at Beer Law Center. You can go to BeerLawCenter.com and check him out right now. He protects our trademark. He does a damn fine job of it. He can do the same for you. Plus, uh, he can help you start your brewery. He does that sort of thing, too. Go over to BeerLawCenter.com. All right. Um, Here's one titled, Even Non-Beer People Are Fans. Uh, the past couple weeks, I've been carpooling <laughs> with a co-worker. Stupidest email. <laughs> yeah. I've been carpooling with a co-worker and subjecting him to the session. And even though he can't stand beer, he thoroughly enjoyed the show, especially Justin's tale of the trip to Mammoth, which is really the tale of my RV catching fire, I think. Uh, the point is, yeah. you guys are so good at what you do that even people who have no interest in the topic think you're super your loving fan, Scotty B. Brewing. Thanks, dude. That's very nice of you. I'd like to point out that uh, he used the, 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 or you used the passive, my RV caught fire, yeah. not I I'm, caught my RV on fire. I, I noticed oh, that, true. too. Yeah. 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 The milk spilled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I got the, I got the uh, status of the RV back oh, yeah? uh, last week, too. I took it in. Yeah. Uh, no bueno, man. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. Uh, oh. I, I, did some, I did some damage. What happened? Well, the entire front brake system is being replaced. So the rotors themselves, the discs, yeah. turned blue, which basically uh, means that they turned molten red. They were heated, mm-hmm. superheated, right? So yeah. now, so they're, you know, it's kind of a glazed type, so it's bad. Okay, all right. New, so new discs. That shouldn't be too bad. New calipers, which is oh, the thing that squeezes the disc, <laughs> yeah. because any of the rubber parts uh, among that are were toast. <sighs> new new lines all around that because <laughs> they caught fire. Uh, the rear, not quite so bad. I'm waiting to see if we have to replace the drums, but mostly it was... And here is a little... <laughs> A little shining light in my defense. Uh-huh. The the rear brake pads were so low, like they were done. Uh-huh. And, and that didn't happen during that time. It, it had been that way. Okay. Meaning that the front brakes were overworking See, because so, the rears were not uh, really up to par. Now, I distinctly remember you saying that Jamil had told you that the brakes had 80% left. And the, so when you said that, I assumed that it meant the entire brake system, not just As did I. The front brake. But apparently Jamil sold us a lemon. Uh, I was just going to say, so this is, this is Jamil's fault. <laughs> it's Jamil's fault, well, okay. which you knew I was going to figure out oh, yeah, some yeah, way yeah, right. to. Yeah. The fronts. In Jamil's defense, okay, great. Were at eighty yeah. percent before uh, they caught fire. You didn't so you ask if all of fire. the brakes were at eighty <laughs> percent. So that's on you still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the rears, I think. Hopefully, we just had to put some new brake pads on. But right. it look, it's a pretty penny, man. It's yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a difficult phone call. I can't so, believe that thing made it home. Seriously, <laughs> how did they work? Yeah, did, for, did you yeah. tell the, the shop like, hey, guess what the fuck I just did? Yeah. yeah so I. I did. All he said was, because I kind of said, hey, you know, I came home. They seem to be working fine. I really just want you to look at them. And he goes, you cannot, absolutely not drive that vehicle. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> <laughs> there are things wrong with it. Uh, I'm telling you without even uh, looking at it that there is damage. It's a good thing Shimke was passed out in the back the whole way home. <laughs> Shimke was so hungover, she wouldn't uh, even have known if we drove uh, if we drove off a cliff. She might have preferred it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I still have that picture of her. Just head down, arm up on the table. Uh, it was amazing. She was she, in bad shape, huh? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Oh, she was Terrible. really... She uked twice on the way home. No, yeah, no. back in the <laughs> toilet. And no. they are... Because I couldn't stop. So. <laughs> She's like, I just got to go. Yeah. Just, She's like, Can you, I need a gas station, please. <laughs> like, Sorry. No, I can't do it. So do we, but... Uh, <laughs> We're rolling till we get home, yeah. man. Right. Not until we hit the valley. I got it all planned out. My house is on a hill. Just gonna... <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Great. Good news. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. Alston writes in. Uh, what's up? Uh, he calls us names. Um, first off, I just want to say that my wife loves listening to you guys and thinks you guys are hilarious. And second, I'd like to tell you that I placed first. I uh, got the first place award for my Kolsch in the Kentucky AHA homebrew competition, and I entered under the BN. Nice. nice. Yeah. It was the first. I didn't get a harumph out of that girl. She's, she's slurping her coffee. Your, mic, your mic's on. Sorry, I didn't know my microphone was on. I was drinking my iced coffee. <laughs> my yeah. bad. Yeah, we know. All of it. <laughs> Everybody knows. finish it. <laughs> Eva, please. Uh, uh, it says, it was the first competition that I entered. Um, I'm looking forward to entering more and learning more from you guys. Keep up the awesome podcast. Well, thanks and congrats, Alston. That's nice. And also, they're broadcasts <clears throat> that have archives. They're not podcasts. That's correct. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right, Russ writes in, hey guys, I finally heard that you read my letter about the books and shirts in the BN store. I was drunk as hell when I wrote that, and I'm surprised I wasn't worse. I think this is a guy who wanted 3X shirts in the store, but I, Probably. I, told, him to, I told him to lose weight instead. <laughs> um, Very sensitively. Yeah, I think I was nice about yeah. it. Yeah. I was just looking out for his health. Anyway, I thought I had seen something about books and merch at one of the links. Apparently not. I'd be happy to buy from one of the sponsors or even the AHA, which I'm a proud member of through the link on your site. I am a 3XL working on getting down to a 2XL. So he says, trust me, you'll be the first to know when it happens. Thanks, dude. Uh, but for those who can't jog or whatever, you might want to get something up on uh, Cafe Press where folks can order shirts on demand for whatever size they want. You just set up the account, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Cafe Press shirts, I've, I've heard. It's low not, quality, yeah, right? The, the shirts aren't very good. They're like the Hanes Beefy Tees or even yeah. worse than that where they just don't fit well and they have kind of like the oblong neck. <laughs> right. Which I have a problem with that. I like a... Tight, tighter neck, yeah. but it's just all weird, and you can see collarbone and shit. It's real gross. And I'm too much of a control freak. Like, there's nobody I can yell at at Cafe Press if they screw things up. Sure you can. So I don't, uh, they don't Customer care. Customer service at cafepress.com. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. No, they don't. Well, neither uh, does anybody else you yell at, so. It is a, yes, geez, a good point. It is a decent idea, because then I don't have to stock, you know, giant you know, sales, but. Yeah, but I think then you're going to get the people who are bitching that you're not you're still going to get people complaining that they're not in the store because if they want to order one of those and then yeah. like an xl for their you brother to go somewhere else yeah yeah maybe i'll just keep it simple and keep ignoring people how about that perfect yeah. all yeah. right sounds good to me keep he does say great me. job uh please hook me up with one of those summer fest shirts i hear you have plenty <laughs> <laughs> well now i'm really not good <laughs> <laughs> uh neck beard beer writes in uh, fellas and bevo first off i'd like to give the rare compliment to beardy 
He keeps asking legit questions, clearly trying to weasel info out of folks for his new brewery, but it benefits us all. So A+. Plus. Didn't we fire Beardy? Yeah. That was very nice. Shut up, Beardy. All right. Uh, that's all he had. I don't know why there was a first off. Did you edit out a second off? <laughs> or that was first off was his only off? I don't know. I may have, unless it goes to the other page. I, I may have deemed it really boring and uninteresting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Jesse writes in, how could you, you bastards? How could you go and make the website better in every way? <laughs> why the hell would I want to actually be able to log into chat for the first time ever? And screw you for letting me actually sign up for the forum. <laughs> you pricks obviously have no idea what your priorities should be. I mean, come on. Having easy access to the show archives in a logical manner? <laughs> you really are a piece of work. <laughs> Shit, I didn't even think about the fact that it's easy to see the schedule now. <laughs> F you. It's almost like you think that people actually want to know your schedule. Knob jockeys, the lot of you. Good job on the website. From Jesse. Thanks, man. And Greg writes in, um, this is titled, I'll Have a Handy. Yes. Oh. Which was like a topic of the show last week, right? We, were, uh, we mentioned it, yeah. We love handy talk. Yeah. Uh, hey, BN crew, I'm just now listening to this week's episode of the session, and JP mentioned someone should make a beer called Handy. Uh, oh, yeah, because I think we were talking about different beers to, that are fun to order, like Sweet Action. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. I think what it yep. was, yeah. Uh, some things like that. So, we, th- yeah, ordering a Handy. Well, I just wanted to let you know that uh, Miss Billion Brewery in Delaware has a beer called Reach Around, <laughs> which is a fun one to order, he says, <laughs> especially in a nicer restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice, yeah. Of the filet mignon yes. and the reach around. And a reach around. He says, um, actually, after I ordered my reach around last time, I also had our waitress bring me a brown sugar, and our waitress was a very cute black girl. Perfect. So keep up the good work, he says. And by the way, what happened to the brewing disaster stories? I know there are more out there from Greg. Yeah, why did we stop brewing disasters? Well, so that that was a sponsored segment, and the sponsor's contract ran up, and I haven't found a new one, number one. Yeah. Uh, number two, I don't know. I, f- I felt like we uh, just sort of lost steam with the disaster stuff. Like, I, I love it, too, and I always include good disaster stories from our guests, but you right. never get to them, so I just thought you weren't interested. No, I liked it as a segment because they really they tried to focus on the whole story. Yeah. And st- so they were forced to sit down and remember what happened as opposed to when we go, hey, has anything like ever happened disastrous? And then they don't. They, the story, when you give me my show notes, this is a weird thing about interviews. Here's a little insight into how our interviews go. Moscow does these pre-interviews for me. Does a great job. And I'm telling you, more often than not, some of the weirder stories, especially about disasters or other stuff that you include in there, when I ask them about it on the show, they either don't have much to say at all or the story is completely different. And I don't think you're reporting it to me wrong. That's not my point. There's something lost. Like, once people get on air, they don't think the same way. You think maybe they want to, like, uh, uh, underplay their incompetent moment? I think maybe that plays into it sometimes. I think maybe there always just seems to be some misunderstanding. Like, they don't understand my question. Like, maybe they don't remember that it was in the pre-interview, and they're uh-huh. like, well, what weird question is he asking now? I or, see. Or maybe you guys are asking different questions. <laughs> yeah. More to that line. Like, like you'll go a brewing disaster, and they may think, oh, you know, our labels came crooked or some were weird thing. And then you go, anything weird happened? And they go, yeah. oh, you know, my waitress was a goat or something. Right. Yeah, that's what they do. I'll go, hey, because I try to make it so that I look smart, like I'm just asking a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I know the answer because it's in my fucking notes <laughs> right, right hey, there. Right. Uh, 
But if I sometimes when I do that, I just don't get the answer. So th- that's when I gloss over it. Gotcha. Uh, but I liked it as its own thing. Okay. Oh, yeah, we can bring it back. I love it too. Okay. Um, and then finally, Adam from Australia writes in, uh, G'day, Brewcasters. Uh, this is titled Launch Meat. Uh, you should smile when you say <laughs> that, son. I have to admit, I have never been motivated to send any feedback, as I find all the shows on the BN to be super awesome, etc. After Justin's comments about lunch meat, I feel the need to chime in with my two cents. Justin, I know you hate the meat, and I can understand that as people who don't get it, lunch meat, uh, who don't get lunch meat... It's a weird writing, so I'm going to try to get through this. Well, it's a different language. Probably think that not only are you and JP a couple of wankers, but also the BN is not a serious entity, and there's nothing further from the truth. That being said, Lunch Meat is without a doubt the funniest thing that I've ever heard. You, JP, and Schumann have quite an amazing repartee. Mm -hmm. That is not not only come across very slick, whatever that sentence means, believe it or not, but is piss funny. I can honestly say that while I have gone through the whole BN archive, the only thing I've repeatedly listened to is the meat three times over. Wow. It still makes me piss my pants, and I look like a retard in front of everyone else on the road when I'm driving to work. For the love of God, bring back a little meat. Just a little. Would be happy to pay a lunch meat only subscriber, even. Now you're talking. There is a lunch meat subscription up there. (laughs) <laughs> but if I remember correctly, it was for us to not do the show. Because it's $100 a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so it was like, yeah. You paid 100 bucks and you hate Please it that stop. badly, yeah. Yeah. you will not do it for that month. <laughs> Uh, also, please put the last one in the archives for us poor people on the other side of the planet who can't listen live. Cheers, and I love you, even Beardy. Adam from Australia. There you go. I don't think that me hating lunch meat is the appropriate description. Um I have a certain (laughs) (laughs) despise. Uh, You know, (laughs) I like doing it when I'm here, like once I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) But when I think about doing it, I have there's a certain disdain. Uh, I get the same. I get the same thing for for this show. For the, not this show, <laughs> so much, but like Doctor Homebrew. Sometimes like fuck, I re- it's like five thirty. You're like, I really don't want to go into the studio and drink a bunch of homebrew. Right. And then you get here, and it's like tons of fun. Right. It, and so it is fun. But then the other problem with it is, and I think I did admit this years ago, is it's just another thing we do that we don't get paid for. And I have well, a hard true. time, like, I, I actually do have things to do nowadays, and I have a hard time justifying coming in and sitting for an hour and a half or two hours, whatever we feel like doing at that time, when I should be doing something else that's paying the bills. Do you know what I mean? I do. That's part of the problem. I don't, but you know? I'll pretend, because <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that feels have like. Have you tried getting uh, sponsors for the meat? No, because, I mean, let's be honest. It's pretty... <laughs> it's lunch meat. It's pretty crude. Although, maybe it would be a show that sponsors like, yeah. you know, we, we need to go yeah. after, like, like, Man Shave yeah, or whatever. Yeah, Chive or yeah. something. You know, uh, but we're never going to do that, so... <laughs> no. I don't even think, I didn't think they would yeah. even take our email. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even accept our emails. Yeah. Oh. Especially if you sent some audio files. Right. I I will admit... That we are pretty good at it. Okay, so, so that I will go as far as admitting that we are good <laughs> at that awful format. All right. But it's just, you know, I don't know. 
The world is missing out on the best news stories. What's happening this well, Friday? According to Blobber, Nico wanted to sponsor it. <clears throat> That's who I had in mind. I figured the, Nico might sponsor Nico it. Nico would sponsor I bet you uh, uh, Nico, Hoptech would sponsor it. Yeah, them it. also, anyway. yeah. Hey, uh, Justin just asked what's going on this Friday. The answer is the flat tail event, so lunch meet and then the flat tail with event. Oh, Dave. pre-party. Could, oh, could man, be with perfect. Dave? So maybe a dark meet. Oh, Jesus. my God. Oh, a dark meet. Just before the event. I Damn have, it, I'm not going to so be here. Oh, I had the wow. pleasure of having dinner with Dave and his wife with my friend when we went on our road trip. And yeah. dear God, that man has some stories. He does. He puts oh, yeah. Sam he really to does. shame. Yeah. Like, he is a funny man. He's I think he'd be great. Um... I'll tell you, I'm gonna. Oh my god! Uh, let's try to do dark meat this I'm Friday. So Flattail <laughs> might sponsor it. Right. Hold on, I'm adding it to the Google Calendar right now. If yeah. Flattail will sponsor <laughs> dark meat, then uh, if let's if Nico and Hoptech and Flattail will all team up and sponsor, I will work on that right now. Then I will I will guarantee an episode of dark meat with all no right. sponsors. I'm only hinting at the rare small possibility that we'll do a dark meet. Okay. What do you want from them? Like, let's talk terms. Six, seven grand. <laughs> each. Is that doable? Each or do they got to pull it? Yeah. Oh, no, that's each. I mean, Nico. clearly. I mean, we've been hearing for years how good we right. are. Yeah. Nico's uh, in the chat saying he will sponsor He's it. in. I mean, clearly, if, we're, if these people aren't lying, if we're that good, then it must be worth something. And by something, I mean a lot. Six to seven grand. <laughs> Let me find out how much that RV bill is again. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> maybe we'll go based on that, right? Um, so there you go. That's my commitment. That's, that's the best I can do, JP. How about okay. that? All right. A loose, a loose perhaps. A loose perhaps. Commitment. Unless, there, okay. unless there's some boning up. And then we'll bone up on dark meat. Give me a number to pitch and I'll throw it out there. I don't know. What do you think? What do we want? Well, this is what I, we do. This is what we do. We, when we get to sponsor, here's some more show insight. Yeah. We undervalue ourselves. So what yeah. we end up going is like, oh, no, $500. And then what does that do? Nothing. Nothing. You know? Um, yeah, 10 grand. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I don't think we're going to go. Then, what is 10 grand going to do that $500? Well, if do all the, the listeners week. put up, uh, what if we put up a Kickstarter tomorrow? Oh, fuck. For, oh, like a four, a, a four day Kickstarter. Like it's the shortest oh. thing ever. <laughs> And we'll do lunch meat. Shit, for ten grand, maybe I'll do I'll do it twice in the next year. <laughs> so your hourly rate is twenty five hundred dollars. That's right. Which, he's, air, he's air talent. If wow. you think about how goddamn good I am at this job, that is not too much to ask. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you may not like it, but he's good. Wow. <laughs> There's a difference. Uh, I mean, maybe we could just that could be the first fully funded show series. Yeah. So, like, a lot of podcasts now are coming out with uh, a series. Okay. So they do, like, 12, and it'll be series right. series two, episode four, or whatever. Yeah. Maybe that's lunch meat. And then we do a Kickstarter for one year, 12 mm. episodes, five grand. No, no, that's too little. You think right. so, really? For 12 episodes. Or whatever. I mean, if we're seriously talking about it, we can sit down and come up with a, a, a number, but... Uh, I mean, it could be like that. I'm not guaranteeing it. That's on Kickstarter now that raised like six million dollars and was right. only asking for twenty five grand or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking ten k is my bottom line here for a year now or for two shows. Well, see, that's the thing. We if we set a parameter, yeah. so it, it's not like every Friday because that's just ridiculous. Yeah, I got a lot of TV to watch. Right. Um, Understood. <laughs> thank you. Um, then we got to do. We could do a video. Yeah, we have to do a video, right? But a little pitch video. Oh, yeah. For the Kickstarter. Yeah. yeah. Somebody from right. the chat is suggesting a telethon. 
No, people have been asking us to do telethons for years. I would love yeah. to do a 24 hour oh, wow. yeah. live insane. show. Oh, God. I would to totally raise money. Yes, I want to take that day off. I think you can do it. I think you'd be good at it. <laughs> oh. You yeah. have fun with that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, if you want to think, if you want it to happen this Friday for cash money, then we got to decide something now. I think it's too soon to do any sort of fundraising for it. What so you want you, so you want me to sit down and do a freebie this Friday? Call it a <laughs> teaser. Make it well, right? Yeah. Show how good you really are. You might have lost it over the Market last year. Yourself. Clearly, they know yeah, they how good know. Are. they've been begging yeah. for for okay, years. Well, so what do we do then? But, because yeah. we've never we've never given them, given them the choice. It's always like, no, I just don't want to do that fucking show anymore. I'll do five shows for ten grand. Now, now you're talking. Yeah, that's fair. That's a two grand. That's a, a fair deal for you. Ten grand for you, or for the both of us, and it's fifty fifty. Uh, we'll have to seventy thirty, or maybe it is seventy thirty <laughs> because I'm pushing, so I would get the seventy. That's what I meant. Right? Yeah, yeah, because I'm pushing for it. And well, the I'm BN, the, the reason it's happening, the BN has to get its cut outside well, yeah. of you and I. So well, there's yeah, a percentage that goes to the BN, and that's then the all rest built in anyway. Whatever's everything else, whatever's left. Is then 50 50. I'm comfortable with 50 50. Well, built in with everything else, it's fine. What about the hop grenades cut for providing the venue? <laughs> I rent from the hop grenades. Oh, that's grenades, right. I guess so you're right. Yeah. You know, it is kind of sad hearing the I'm meat sell out in every uh, direction. Right now. <laughs> These are sellouts now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're already sellouts. <laughs> we haven't even done the lunch meat. Yeah. Used to be yeah. good before it was like right, corporate. Yeah. I used to like it. Yeah. If exactly. AB wants to buy uh, lunch meat, right? Well, you could uh, sell t-shirts. Oh wait, you already did. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I will. You think we're going to get ten grand by Friday? I don't think it's going to happen. Hey, no. are we that? Do you want lunch meat or not? I do. Like, and I don't mean you. No, I'm talking to the audience. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you've been asking for it for this long. Come together. Pony up some dough mm-hmm. so that our time is worth something. So you know? what? Just donate? Just hit the donate <laughs> button and just... No, I think we have to put up a Kickstarter or something. Okay. Um, That's what I mean. I don't, think we can ha- I don't think it can be done in time. Because no. you have to do a video and all that kind of shit like that. Just put up an episode. Just do audio. All right. Right? I don't know. Something. I don't know if you can. I've never have Push do a little picture show all right. with some unicorns. Banging some rainbows. Look at the one on your screen. That's pretty good. And uh, yeah, that's a there's a puke and and just like to to like a he could put together we'll put together a reel. Yeah. All right. A little. It's a two minute and I'm two minutes of our best work, whatever the fuck that is. (laughs) So Uh, any show, (laughs) right? Yeah. Any two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Just go grab two minutes and put up a picture show with it. Is that what they're called? A picture show. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. One of those picture of, shows on the computer webs. Yeah. A series yeah. of moving photos. Yeah, that's what I want. And um, get us 10 grand by Friday. You get Dark Meat and four <laughs> more episodes. Uh, in, and I'll include the sponsor money in that. Oh, my so God. It's not even going to happen. If yeah. the sponsors come up with two grand on their own, that's all eight grand for these all of these so-called fans. Like, if there's really that many people, mm-hmm. what could it be? Nico, well, you, first of all, you're not even going to post the show pop. until Thursday, so no one's going to know about it. This show? Yeah. I'll post this show tonight. Nico, how much are you in for? I need to know. No. You t- you're just talking to him in the chat? Yeah. That's Nine cool. grand. <laughs> I mean, that guy's selling some hops, you know, and beer now. He can pony up some dough. That's true. Um, all right, so there uh, you go. That's that's what I'm laying down. Okay. Let's see if anyone picks it up and smells it. Okay. So are you going to take care of the Kickstarter and stuff? Sure. I'd love to. All right, good. That's how you're going to get your 50%. You get right on that. That's how you're going to get your 50% of the 10% that's left. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, All right. That's our feedback today brought to you by Beer Law Center. 
And uh, we love John over there. So go, go get yourself some help. You're going to need it. If you don't think you need it now, you will. And if you don't need it, you have a shitty name, so change it. Or a bad logo. <laughs> What's happening, Doc? Hey. Welcome back to the program. Yeah. You're like, I'm here. I haven't seen you in a little while. Yeah, you all been... ready for Burning Man? No. But uh, the bulk of it is, yeah. I just shipped off two big things on a big truck today. And, uh, like full of drugs, or you mean like the camp trailer in the art car? Nice. Went off on a flatbed today. Great. So is that why you weren't here yesterday? Were you fabricating? Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah. The, yeah. The welder hasn't stopped at my house, and lots of other things. Our five fire breathing sea dragon is on its way to the Burning Man. Yes, it is. Nice. All right. Let me get us to a break. We've got uh, Gal Meggy from South Korea. On with us when we come back. If you got questions, triple eight four zero one beer, or hit the chat button on the homepage. We will be right back. Hang in there. You're listening to the Brewcasters. On the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... 
Brew Your Own magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the thebrewingnetwork.com. Hey, Wooly, I'm beat. Can we find a nice tree to just hang out in for a while? You're beat? I've been swinging through this forest for 50 years, ever since we... Ever since we first escaped from the circus. I know, I know, but there's got to be more to life than exploring this creek and trying to populate the valley by copulating with loose, hairy girls. Mark, we stop. Look! What is that? It looks like a man-made treehouse. With fresh food. And craft beer. Welcome to the Creek Monkey Tap House, boys. Grab a seat. Creek Monkeys drink free. <laughs> awesome! The Creek Monkey Tap House in Martinez, California, takes their mission of fresh food and beer seriously. They only serve locally raised beef and chicken, as well as local sustainable produce. It's better for you and the planet, and it just tastes better. The beer and wine at Creek Monkey Tap House are chosen with the same care for the highest quality and rotate frequently to make each visit an adventure. Swing on into the Creek Monkey Tap House and enjoy a new legend of amazing food, beer, and wine. The Creek Monkey Tap House, online at creekmonkey.com. Brewcasters are back. It is 401 beer. Whatever. All right, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you are looking for a great way to uh, develop your recipes and help out your own brew day, go to Beersmith.com right now and check it out. Beersmith.com, our good friend Brad over there is the best in the business. He created the best piece of brewing software for us home brewers. I think pro brewers use it too, by the way. So it's, uh, if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for you. Go get your free 21-day trial right now over at Beersmith.com. Also, I heard a rumor today that Sully might uh, make an appearance today and come visit us. What? Yeah. Big things it. happening at the 21st Amendment. And, uh, yeah, I think he might come in. They, they, he might. They, they have a new beer, and they have a new brewery. They have all sorts of cool stuff going on. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, it was a rumor that I heard that I probably started. So, a lie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a lie. It's a lie. Exactly a lie. All right. Guys, ready for some South Korean beer knowledge to get dropped on us right yes, now? I am. Yes. Got my hard hat and everything. Yeah, Gal Meggy Brewing Company out of South Korea on the line. Uh, Stefan should be with us. Stefan, are you there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Hey, buddy, thanks for being with us, man. You're South no, Korean. Uh, yeah, I'm not actually Korean. Uh, in case you didn't notice yet. What are you? You're Canadian, right? Uh, I am Canadian. Sounds and, the same. Uh, the other Korea. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. South Korean Canadian. That's yeah. North Korea, right? Otherwise known as Korea of the North. Yeah. Yeah, North America. I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. America's hat. Stefan, am I saying the brewery name right? Galmegi? Yeah, that's right. Galmegi. Uh, Galmegi. Okay, good. Yeah. Close enough. All right. Uh, well, once again, thanks for joining us on the program. How long have you been in South Korea? Um, I've been in Korea for about nine years now. Okay. I, Originally came here 
like a lot of other people, as a, an English teacher and uh, nice. happened to meet my beautiful wife while doing that. And then uh, things kind of went from there. As your student? Yeah, was your uh, wife your student? Uh, I did teach at a university that she was a student at, oh, okay. but she yeah. wasn't actually my student. That's right. Is she Canadian too? Uh, no, she's Korean. Okay. So you went there to pick up chicks is what you went yeah, to Korea right. for. Yeah. No, I went there to uh, spread the English language, I think. Because <laughs> the internet doesn't go that far. <laughs> well, it gets blocked. That's true. Actually, no, I think our internet is slightly better than yours. You know, that doesn't surprise me, actually. Stop lying. (laughs) How could Uh, it be? That's cool. I've actually uh, thought about in my younger days doing, like, the uh, teaching abroad, teaching English abroad. Yeah. It's a really cool cool idea. You mean you thought about teaching one broad English? Teaching a broad. But women are untrainable. It's uh, (laughs) impossible. Stefan, were you a teacher in in Canada? Was that your vocation, or was this some uh, different opportunity? No, I was um, a fresh graduate um, from the English department and was looking at zero job prospects in good old Canada. So got it. Uh, got on the next plane to find a job over in Korea. That's cool. That's adventurous too. How old were you when you when you did that? Uh, I was twenty five. Okay, and that's nine years ago. So I'm dating myself there. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, but you, it sounds like you you kind of fell in love with the place, right? You've been there all this yeah. time. Yeah, it was. Um, I uh, happened to get um, a pretty good job uh, teaching at a university with um, really good hours and good students and uh, long vacations. So yeah, I couldn't say no and just kept renewing my contracts here. And how's your Korean? Uh, my Korean's okay. Um, it's not perfect, but I, I did some classes and uh, I can get by. I can. I can swear and I can order food. So <laughs> what else do you need? Ask for the bathroom. Yeah. Order yeah. a beer. Yeah, is it? Am I getting that right? Is is the language Korean or is it another? You know, like yeah, Chinese. There's like Mandarin, and mm-hmm. it's not called Chinese. Right? Yeah, no, um, Korean is its own language, its and own, they even okay. have their their own alphabet, which is actually really easy to learn. So uh, it makes it easier to integrate in Korea than in Japan or China okay. because the script is alphabetic and very easy to learn. And it wasn't required that you knew any Korean to go there and teach in the beginning. No. In fact, uh, in my daily life here, everyone is speaking English to me. Lots of people want to practice their English. And, you know, um, so I, I speak English almost all day, every day. Excellent. That'd be great if we could just speak Korean with him right now. Just <laughs> right, yeah. right now. Check amazing. this out. Yeah. Do your students say A? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I try and stay away from that Canadian accent as best I can. Yeah, you've done a good job, actually. You, yeah. can, you could pass as a person from Minnesota easily. From America. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was Korean. <laughs> he thought for sure. <laughs> so are you still teaching English now? No, I, okay. uh, I quit my job about three years ago uh, when we, uh, my, my friends and I, we decided to open a craft beer pub. So at the time, I was still teaching, and then... We were so busy two months in, I just, one of us had to go full-time, and it was under my name, so I decided to quit my, my university job and go full-time into beer. Okay. So then help me understand uh, the scene a little bit. When you guys decided sure. to open a, a craft beer pub, is that, was that for expats like yourself, or do, were Koreans looking for that as well? Well, yeah, um, we initially opened it thinking it would be more for the expats, because there are a lot of us expat teachers and, you know, businessmen here. And so we had assumed that they were all missing, you know, the great beer from craft beer from North America. So we had expected that our clientele was going to be mostly expats. And it was at first, 
but then very quickly it, it was changing and we were getting a lot of uh, Korean customers in. Nice. So I'd say very quickly it turned to about you know 70% uh, Koreans and just 30% expats. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Are you still at those numbers uh, now? Yeah, I mean it's it's always in flux, but um, we have a brew pub now, and that is definitely uh, mostly Koreans there. So um, it's kind of hard to judge. We don't we don't give people a little thing to fill out their race as they go out of the pub. So, but as best we know, it's uh, around seventy percent. Yeah. yeah, that would be very uh, disruptive. You could you. probably tell though. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's a giveaway. You just know. Yeah, that's right. We don't say anything, but we know. Yeah. Now, what was your access to craft beer three years ago when you opened this craft beer bar? Um, we were just starting to get some of the California beers uh, imported into South Korea. So um, at our bar, we had like a, a display fridge full of whatever we could get at the time. And at the time, uh, it was basically Ballast Point and Green Flash out of San Diego. Okay. So we were, we were pushing those pretty hard, and people were really liking them. So Got it. I was at uh, Heretic last week, and I saw pallets full of beer headed your way. That's maybe, right. Um, maybe not we, right to your place, but headed, that, headed to Korea. Actually, we, uh, we have a tap room. We renovated our original pub into a, a 24 tap, tap room, and we sell uh, two kinds of Heretic beers. Nice. Which yeah. ones do you sell there? Uh, we have Evil Twin and Shallow Grave at the moment. And how do people react to these styles of beer? Actually, uh, Evil Twin just... Uh, I hate to say it, but it sells itself. It's such a it's a great beer, and yeah. uh, people really love it. Um, how much it's just does got, it, yeah. How much does a pint go for over there? Um, Thirty eight dollars. If I if I converted it into dollars, uh, a pint would be uh, around eight dollars for a four hundred mil pour. What's the turnaround from when it leaves Heretic to when it shows up at your bar? Four years. Um, I don't know because I'm not an importer. I do know that the first time they try and import it, it does get held up in customs for a while. So that can maybe hurt the beer a little bit. But once it's come through once, it comes through a lot faster. So uh, I don't know exactly, but I think it's within, you know, uh, a month or two. So then, yeah, yeah. is it still like fresh and, and, you know, big hop character? Um, Yeah, there is. I mean, uh, the Heretic beer is some of the freshest we can get, hmm. uh, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, it still tastes great. Evil Twin is like the perfect export beer. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome beer. It's still, I think, my favorite beer that they brew. But the name, I, it just translates to every language, I think. Everyone knows what an Evil Twin is. Like, it doesn't matter what culture you're from, I think. People know what an Evil Twin is. And I just think, like, the branding works. The beer is awesome on top of that. It just does. It's like the – I don't think he intended it that way. I wouldn't have thought But that. I think now it's like the perfect export beer. And I know he sends it to a lot of places, too. Japan as well. So – so you started as um, uh, a tap house. Uh, were there any legal hurd- hurdles around that, or was it pretty easy to open a bar? Um, in Korea, it is ridiculously easy to open a bar. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, basically, any food license, so, so like if you apply for, for a restaurant license, that includes alcohol in it. So, it's a drinking uh, culture. Yes, uh, absolutely a drinking culture. Um, there, there were basically no hurdles to open that first place. Oh, we're, awesome. we're such dumbasses for looking in California for the hop grenade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should go in Korea. Korea. Yeah. Uh, well, we still can, frankly. Yeah. You know. Nothing's stopping us. Um, all right, so that's interesting. But that's just for a beer bar, not for a brew pub where you're making beer, right? Th- that's right. I mean, that, that was a long process when we started the process of opening our, our brewery. Um, that was a lot more difficult. But I think that's difficult anywhere, yeah. to be honest. 
So you only mentioned a couple beers, though, for the opening of this craft beer bar. Was Were, were there local beers that you were serving as well? Yeah, it's kind of a, an interesting thing about our market is that um, three years ago, the only craft beers at the time were, were produced by these like medium-sized contract brewers. And you can go to them with your recipe, and they will produce it and send the kegs off to your bar, and then you can you know, slap your sticker on it type okay, thing. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, we were waiting in line for our recipes to be produced, but they had a bunch of house beers. So we were purchasing their house IPA and their house porter and, and then selling them at our tap house. So can you give me your honest opinion about how you felt those beers were, the quality? <laughs> uh, well, that's – well, I, I can be honest. They were not very good, and we knew it, and that actually spurred us to open the brewery. Okay. So I can't knock them too much. They really pushed us because – you know, we were serving them with our name, and we were always, you know, a little bit underwhelmed by them and felt weird, you know, serving them to our good friends and things like that. So yeah. it just really pushed us to open the brewery and get and try and get better quality craft beer out there. Okay, got it. And so you did – so that this – when did the beer bar open? Three years ago. Uh, two years ago, actually, it opened. Two years ago. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then you do that for a couple years, and then you decide, all right, we gotta, we got to do this brewery thing. Yeah, it was about a year, uh, a little bit less than a year in, and um, the reason we decided to go for it was that the um, the regulations here regarding small breweries were about to change, and we caught wind of it. So um, originally, the law here was that any small brewery had to serve beer directly from the bright tanks. Hmm. So you couldn't keg anything off. Uh, everything had to be directly piped from your bright tank to the tap. So no packaging allowed, basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely no packaging, which is kind of, you know, prohibitive. If you're a bar, it means you can only serve people at your tasting room. Yeah, isn't that funny? And then here, you know, in some states, you can't serve. You can only package and distribute. You yeah. can't have a tasting room. Yeah, it's really it's a bit backwards. Well, here it was a holdover from German style brew pubs. So. Uh, Korea hosted the World Cup in 2002, mm-hmm. and leading up to the World Cup, oh, actually they co-hosted with Japan, but leading up to the World Cup, um, a bunch of German brew pubs started opening all over the country, and so these regulations were kind of designed for those German-style brew pubs, where they were just making three kinds of beer, um, basically Pilsner, Weizen, and Dunkel, and they were all making the same three styles of beer, and they were all serving directly from Bright Tanks. Okay, yeah. so just follow along, just do that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it kind of hurt because we knew that we wanted to get our beer to several bars. We didn't just want to serve it at the brew pub. We wanted to do some distribution. And luckily, some lawmakers put through um, some laws that helped us get open. Who was advocating for those changes? We're not exactly sure, but um, we heard that there's an island uh, that's part of South Korea just south of us called Jejudo. Mm -hmm. And the local government there was trying to push breweries and we heard that they were helping lobby the national government okay yeah so i'm it's fascinating to me that there were already with these contract breweries there were there were ipas and pale ales being made so before you guys came along the the people there wanted hoppy beers yeah it kind of started in seoul um uh there was a bar that opened called craftworks and they were the ones that really pushed these contract breweries to start making these kinds of of beers, so they really helped pave the way for people like us and getting these breweries started on craft beer, and also warming all the people in Seoul up to uh, American style craft beer. Nice, yeah. So it's really a pretty friendly environment for you guys to just go for it. 
Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things I like about Korea is that the business culture here is very, very much uh, just go for it, open it, you know, try it, and yeah. uh, see what happens. Moscow, I think you were born in the wrong country, no man. No kidding, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're and you're so, like Korean at heart, yeah, seriously. I Seriously, and they're they're wildly prosperous in yeah. Korea. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, their, their story is, one, is basically a miracle here. I mean, they went from one of the poorest countries in the world to, I think, 11th largest economy. Wow, no, no kidding. Yeah, that's really fantastic. So in our glass right now, let's talk a little bit about the beer. I think we have your Goza, right? Is that yeah. what we're drinking? By the way, it, it, you'll be happy to know, Stefan, it held up very well. Yeah. Yes, oh, thank definitely. God. We're really worried because we don't bottle any of our beer, so we had to put it in uh, temporary plastic homebrew bottles. So Yeah, you yeah, put it in like the better bottles, which uh, was a smart move. They worked. Uh, because they worked, and they kept the beer safe and not broken, of course. Um, yeah. I think this Goza is fantastic. It's really yeah. good. You know, it's oh, got this is a weird you. this is going to be a weird compliment, but it's got none of the things that I dislike about Goza. Which uh, <laughs> yeah. and I've had good Goza, so I don't mean that I, I hate the style in general, but it, it's 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 such a complicated and weird style to me. But this one is very mellow. It's very it's a subdued version of all of those things that I think can stick out in a Goza, like salt. Yeah. For right. example, um, well, salt's there, but, uh, but it's not, there, but it's not salty. Subdued, but it's not salt. Exactly, no. it's hella crushable, and, and you can also get lots yeah. of extra yes. mineral flavors yeah. when you add a lot of salt too. Um, this doesn't have that. Berliner, Berliner Weiss esque. It is yes. a little Berlinery. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's got, it's sharp, but a nice sharp. It's, it's like a dry. lactic well, sharp. Exactly like yeah. a lactic sharp. Well, and it's got a citrus. Acidity to it also, because yeah. I think he had oranges. Yeah, yeah that's right. We, um, here. Yeah. It, that same it, island I was talking about, they produce this kind of orange, which is called a halabong here. Yeah. And it's a, a large mandarin orange with a really thick skin, and it's really sweet inside. So we thought this would go great in, in a sour beer. So what we did was we, <laughs> we zested 40 kilos of it, um, all of us uh, brewers and bar managers upstairs one day. And uh, then we took the... Um, the fruit out and we juiced it so we we added back to the tank the zest and the juice of the fruit got it you guys killed it the yeah. fermentation is also incredibly yeah. clean it's outstanding uh, oh, thank you. where did you learn to brew out there were you a home brewer first <laughs> yeah i i was just a a home brewer i mean i guess it starts with my family my my father's been a hobby winemaker my whole life and we've been bottling wine on sundays and tasting it and we also made a few beers at some homebrew shops during that time. Hmm. Uh, but then I kind of, in university, I kind of dropped it and got to Korea. And after a few years, I was really missing, um, you know, good beer and good wine. So uh, I couldn't make wine here because there were lack of ingredients. But there were just starting to be some homebrew shops. And so I was able to start homebrewing here. Nice. Were they yeah. Korean-owned homebrew shops? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. There were a couple up in Seoul, and uh, there's now one in Busan just up the street from our brewery. So the actual ho- homebrewing is growing like crazy here right now. It's a, it's a really cool scene. That is cool. So homebrew clubs and competitions and things like that, or what? Yeah, uh, I'm actually uh, one of the, uh, I don't want to say presidents, but one of the leaders of our uh, local homebrew club here in Busan. And uh, yeah, there's competitions. Um, there's been at least four competitions around the country this year. Nice. How much yeah. crossover is there in, in the terminology? And maybe this is a stupid question, but like, you know, is carboy carboy or is it, you know, <laughs> the, it there its own word for it there? Right. Um, most things are just like um, they take the English word and they put it into their pronunciation. 
So like, um, I'm trying to say, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like uh, Munich malt, it would be like Munich, like okay. everything just gets kind of transliterated that yeah. way. Yeah, kind of yeah. like how we speak Spanish right. in California. Yeah. 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 <laughs> everything is O at the end. Yeah, we just throw O's yeah. at the end of things. Or is that, is that uh, Italian? <laughs> that too. Same. Italian is A. A. Yeah. O, A, A. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Stefan, I wasn't going to drink much tonight because I drank all weekend, but uh, your beer's really good, and now you've changed my plans for the night. I'm going to have to take a taxi home. Well, we, we also have, so we have the two, we have the, an IPA from uh, Galmegi as well, but then Stefan still homebrews, and we have a sour golden uh, as a homebrew, but it's in a glass bottle, though, so maybe this one... You know, didn't hold up as well. We'll see. We'll pop it in a minute. Okay. It's probably fine. Well, at least it made it in one piece, I hope. Yes, it is intact. Okay. Now, did you have any formal beer training? Um, No, I didn't at first. Um, Since opening the brewery, I have done some formal training. But actually, when we opened, we were just homebrewers, and I happened to take some trips uh, on the west coast of North America in my hometown of Victoria, Vancouver, Seattle, just uh, basically talking to brewers, looking at breweries and kind of thinking we could go for it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we did. I mean, the, uh, the brewing system to me, it just looks like a large homebrew setup, to be honest. Really? Uh, and what size is it? Uh, we have a uh, 10 hectoliter system. Okay. So in U.S. barrels, it's about eight barrels. Okay. Just under eight barrels. Yeah. And where was that built? Uh, that's actually built in China. Okay. So we Appreciate we wanted that. to get this system in in a good time. So we had to go over to China to get it made, just because they can turn it around in two three months. Whereas in North America, we're looking at six months to a year. Okay. And how many fermenters do you have? Uh, we have five fermenters. We have uh, three ten hectoliter fermenters and two twenty hectoliter fermenters. Okay. Do you still have bright tanks, or have you gone all the kegs? No, we we have two bright tanks, and we put everything through our bright tanks to, but we keg off of our bright tanks. Nice, sure. yeah, it's easy enough. Yeah, and we actually still have the two bright tanks connected to two taps out front because legally we still have to have them connected, even oh, though we do. don't have to use them. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, is that actually how it's written that they just they must be connected? Yeah, we're allowed to keg them, but we also have to have our bright tanks connected to taps. <laughs> See, don't get all. See, it's not all uh, roses over there, Moscow. Right. They still have stupid things <laughs> too. The lost yeah. <laughs> still, there's always they're, something. Well, they're still humans. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Hey, what keeps you home brewing, Stefan? That's that's not very common that we hear pro brewers still doing that. Um, I just um, so opening the brewery was great. I mean, we get to focus on mostly clean beers. The the Gosa that you guys have is one of our sour beers that we've made, but. I'm really interested in kind of sour beers and wild beers these days. And so I just took all my kind of homebrew equipment and funkified it. So I don't have to worry about, you know, cross-contaminating Brett and Sack. I can just focus on um, all of those beers at home now. So I'm really excited about those beers. So I love homebrewing. Um, Yeah. That's great. It's research without uh, messing up your brew pub. Where do you get your ingredients for both homebrewing Um, and commercially? So for my homebrew, we have a, a homebrew shop here that's fantastic now. We can get just about any ingredient that you guys can, actually. Uh, I'd say it's even better than my local homebrew in Victoria, B.C., wow, to nice. be honest. <laughs> yeah, uh, they have a huge selection of White Labs yeast. They have all the malts I could need and a great selection of hops. So, um, And commercially, it's a little bit more difficult. Uh, we're 
um, traditionally in Korea, um, the distributors, they only sell German products. Okay. So domestically, we have access to Weirman malt and German hops. Well, it's not all bad. But, yeah. But we decided that we were making, we were going to be making North American beer. So okay. uh, we were actually importing all of our ingredients ourselves with a, the help of a logistics company. You notice so, the subtle difference between um, Americans and Canadians? Stefan says specifically, we're going to be making North American beers. But almost everybody else says we're making American, American beer. And I like it. I'm not making fun of you, Stefan. I think, that is okay. a, I think that is a nice detail that we don't often hear. You're making North well, American beers. He's well, lapping Canada in for making great IPAs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, I think um, Victoria, B.C. especially has a great um, – brewing community and really great quality craft beers coming out of there right now nice it might be one of the best cities in canada for for beer okay oh we might have to take a visit up there yeah and it's a nice city so yeah there's that yeah yeah, yeah. okay um but getting back to it yeah we um so because the ingredients aren't available for our brewery we have to focus on importing them ourselves so we just hooked up with um actually some of your sponsors we we buy a lot of our hops through nico brew nice because nice. they yeah, they get to us within a week and a half. It, it's it's really easy and really great. That's there you quick. go, Nico. Use some of that Galmegi money and pay for, pay for lunch <laughs> yeah, meat. You're welcome. Actually, I think most of the money is going to FedEx, uh, not right. Nico. Uh, the cost of shipping is is uh, almost equal to the cost of the hops. Is it really? Almost, yeah. I'm surprised you're able to sell stuff at 8 bucks a pint, man. Because no. hops are expensive already. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Luckily, we sell most of our beer through our own locations, so okay. we're not um, we're not seeing those costs. So, yeah, yeah we um, one of the things that we like to do is, is charge reasonable prices for our beers. Interesting, I think that's kind of important. Yeah. <laughs> wow, hmm, what a concept! Hmm. Uh, we like that concept here at the Hop Grenade too. By the way, we don't okay. employ it, but we do <laughs> like but it. We like it. We appreciate going to other places that <laughs> yeah. use that concept. <laughs> so, all right, so hops from Nico Brew. What about yeast? Where are you getting that? Um, yeast is from White Labs. Uh, they uh, overnight it to Korea. It gets to customs, and we usually have it um, in five business days. Wow, that's wow. great. They keep it cold in a box uh, with styrofoam and ice packs and everything. So, okay. yeah, our uh, we use uh, San Diego Super as our house strain. In the nice. Brewery. Good choice. Yeah, um, that was recommended to me by a brewer in Seattle, actually, just as a um, something that's going to ferment really quickly and really clean and also clear out because it's highly flocculent so we've had really good results with it okay excellent. so with, with the shipping costs associated with overnighting to the korea how often are you re uh, getting new yeast um we're getting it maybe every three months we tend to repitch a lot just to save some of those costs so sure. we'll, we'll get up to like you know 14 generations sometimes okay Mm-hmm. That's not too bad. I mean, that's no. the limit, isn't it? But uh, that's not too bad. Yeah, most people, people go longer. Yeah, people most can go longer. Pe- some people go shorter. Most people are yeah. tan is about about the number most people do. Okay. Yeah, we. Um, it was really annoying. Our first time, we had to order. The first time we ordered from White Labs, we had to order double the amount of yeast, two pitches, just because customs was going to open it to check it. <laughs> so, <laughs> we have to open one. Oh. Yeah. So they opened one of our yeast, so we only got one out of it. So the first time we did lose a little. Since, though, we get the pitches in and they don't open them anymore, it's great. Good, because wow. that's expensive, yeah, right. man. Yeah. 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 They couldn't just send a vial along Actually, with your actual so pitch? These days I've learned better, and every time I order from White Labs, I also include a couple of homebrew vials in the package so that should customs decide they need to open it, they can hopefully open the homebrew vials and not our pure pitch. Sure. Yeah. 
that's interesting, man. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Well, did they tell you that they opened it? Yeah, well, it came to us all, you know, taped back up with packing tape. (laughs) Got it. There you go. And you're like, wow, White Labs has really gone downhill. (laughs) uh, They're packing tape this stuff now. Just think of the guy that had to taste it. Or whatever you had to do to check it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. They kept they kept bugging us about you know what are the ingredients in this, and we're like, well, technically the ingredients in that package are beer and yeast. Right. And it was really hard to tell them what was in it, so they had to open it. I wonder if it made a big mess after five days being slightly warmer than it was probably put in there. They yeah. open that cap up real quick. Yeah. It just goes everywhere. Well, but plus, Doc, you also you do make a good point. Open it and do what? Like, are they going to put it under a microscope? Sniff are they going to taste it? Taste are they going to look at it? You know? Yeah. Like it's just I, yeah, I don't know what they did with it. <laughs> no, they I guess they tasted it. it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's like the the final scene in uh, 12 Monkeys, right? Where like the guys like, "Oh, you can check. It's just uh samples." And he open takes the clear jar out and releases the virus. Yeah. Spoiler alert, and by the, the way. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. yeah. TV show. I haven't gotten that far. It was yet. virus? <laughs> yeah, that's oh. the thing, right? And uh, you know, so that he's just killing everybody. Just, that's that what happened. Shit. Well, what, if they did taste it, some some customs agent spent some time in the bathroom that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If he well, tasted yeah. a lot of it. And technically, it's not beer because there's no hops in it. Oh. Ah, uh, yes. Malt right? liquor. So there you go. You can just say it's yeast. It's yeast. Well, maybe. they tried. <laughs> right. It didn't work. Well, but, they probably did say that. But I think he said with beer also. And I oh. think maybe that's, I don't know. Maybe knows. you didn't do the uh, the Korean twang. A yeast. Yeah. You didn't have the, <laughs> Actually, yeah. they have a word for yeast. So uh, oh. What is yeah. that? What's the word? Uh, Hyomo is the word for yeast. Okay. Well, maybe you should have used that on them. Yeah. I bet, I mean, every language and every civilization has a word for yeast, right? Like it's such yeah. a part no, of human right? uh, growth, you know? Yeah. Okay. One of the one of the problems we have is explaining to our customers what hops are because they have no idea. When we, we, when we describe things as hoppy, they have no idea what we're talking about. Oh, interesting. How do you describe it? I was uh, I was quoted in some program here. I, I said, I guess it's the herb of beer was how I described it to That's them. That's not bad. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. yeah, it's the one the one main herb that we use. And uh, but they still it's still foreign to them. So even explaining it to that, like they have to taste it to know. Right. right. Yeah. Have you tried to grow hops there? Um, no, but some of our friends have. Uh, the problem with Korea is that we have I don't mean to take a dig at you Californians, but we have a rainy season in the summer. Oh, damn it. Uh, So we have lots of rain and water. Okay. Uh, Anyway, so... Yeah, um, but our neighbors to the north are nice. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) That's right. Um, Anyway, so here, uh, hops, they don't grow that great here because of the damp um, and really moist summers. Okay. Is it different from, uh, forgive the stupid question possibly, but is it uh, that much of a different climate than uh, Japan where they are, you know, doing some sort of hop uh, cultures and such? No, it, it is. It's a very similar climate. It's just um, you have to be really careful with um, the like mildewy diseases that hops can get because of um, the moisture in the summer. Ah, yeah. The Japanese are very careful people, Jippy. They really are. <laughs> they brew in lab coats. Remember? <laughs> All right, Stefan. I got to get us to a break. Can you hang out? Yeah, sure. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more from Galmegi Brewing Company out of uh, Korea and more from Stefan. If you got questions, 888-401-BEER or join Bevo in the chat room. We'll be right back with more. Hang in there.
You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. For nearly 40 years, one organization has had your back. The American Homebrewers Association. Are you a member? (laughs) Why not? Join the more than 40,000 brewers who enjoy all the American Homebrewers Association has to offer. Like Zymergy Magazine, in print and online, plus the Zymergy app. Zymergy is the leading publication for amateur brewers around the world. Supporters also get member deals at their local breweries, bars, and homebrew shops. These alone quickly pay for your membership. You'll also get great member-only resources at homebrewersassociation.org and access to AHA events like the National Homebrewers Conference and the National Homebrew Competition. The American Homebrewers Association promotes the hobby of homebrewing, protects the interests of homebrewers, and brings beer lovers together become a member today it costs less than a batch of beer and gives back so much more visit homebrewersassociation.org Time Ninkasi Award winner and Grandmaster Judge Gordon Strong invites you on a guided journey of what's new in the world of homebrewing. Modern homebrew recipes, exploring styles and contemporary techniques available now from Brewers Publications. Gordon brings you specific advice and sensory profiles for as-brewed award-winning beers with delicious variations to get your creative juices flowing. This is more than just a book of recipes. It sets brewers on the path to discovering what's new in the world of homebrewing. AHA director Gary Glass says, if you want to enter competitions or just learn more about styles that you might not have experience with, this book is going to help you tremendously. By emulating what Gordon does, you're going to make better beer. Modern homebrew recipes, exploring styles and contemporary techniques by Gordon Strong. Available right now from BrewersPublications.com and find brewing retailers near you. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special secret elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit. NicoBrew.com. N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W. NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. This is Jamel Zanisha, and I love a bold, hoppy beer. One that spits resin in your face and makes you cry, uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering, but it takes a backseat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. 
Cheers. Thanks for sticking with us. Still talking to Gal Maggie Brewing Company out of Korea. Having a good time doing it. Drinking their beer. Drinking other beer at the same time. Now I'm two-fisting. I've gone from I'm not drinking very much to two-fisting. Well, it's um, less than your normal yeah. four. That's <laughs> true. I'm just trying to get right again. That's what happens. Drinking to survive. Stefan, thanks for hanging out with us today, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, um, I'm happy to be with you guys. I'm a huge fan, so it's... Uh, it's really nice to be on the show. Well, thanks, man. We're huge in South Korea. <laughs> yeah, we're really big in Korea. <laughs> I think we're bigger in North Korea, actually. But, um... Do they even know about us? <laughs> uh, you can still hit the chat button on the homepage if you have any questions. I see that some folks are in there now. Blobber, I'm watching you, man. Don't be undercutting my lunch meat cut. Is he trying to negotiate I'm some I'm seeing deal. what's happening in the... Uh, Look, I didn't pitch the idea. I, the idea was pitched to me. What am I going to do? Leave I, money on the I, table? I, I didn't call you. I called out Blobber. He's oh, the one in, in there trying to cut me out of the deal. What do you yeah. pitch? And I'm just... Uh, he just said, hey, well, maybe, JP, you could do it for less money and just you know not do it with your co-host, Justin. Well, they know how much money well, right. I need. And, uh, they know that I'm poor. And they know yeah. who carries the show. <laughs> wow. right. uh, he does do all of the work. I mean, he... Logs in oh, yeah, 30 minutes reason. before lunch meet starts and <laughs> yeah. finds headlines. I tore the end for like the last year every day, yeah. compiling stories. <laughs> All right, Stefan. Sorry, I digress. Um, so we've got some more of your beer in our glass. And something that came to my mind before the break, though, that I wanted to ask you about as we we're talking about ingredients and things is uh, how about the water there? What's the water like? And do you have to do some treatment to it? Um. The water in we're, – so we're in Busan, which is in the southeast corner of the country. And actually, the city does a really good job of treating the water here. So uh, we've tested our water that's coming into the brewery, and it is very soft and very clean. So we can we, – we filter it, but then we also uh, – we can do any kind of adjustments that we need to do based on style. Nice. Okay. Uh, so do you you just do like a carbon filter or do you you don't strip it down you just yeah we don't we don't do ro we just have a carbon filter and a sediment filter and that's it okay and then you'll add back whatever you feel like you need for different beer styles yeah exactly we use um to plug another one of your sponsors we use beersmith to do all our water calculations it's got a really nice function in it yeah yeah see look at we're teaching the world to brew over here well like Ten this. years going. Yeah, Come on. Like you haven't been lying all these 10 years. <laughs> well, I do Actually, like it when I hear specific methods like that we've talked about it. And not that we've reinvented the, the wheel over here. But I like it when I hear people say, well, no, we just – but we do do a good filter to it. And then per style, we'll, we'll add things back. And I know that that's like specific advice that Jamil and Doc and John Palmer have given. And I'd like to hear it. Yeah. And I think to Doc's credit also, um, I think he flosses twice a day now too. So oh, wow. Cool. Oh, Stefan, are you flossing twice a day? Yeah. I most definitely am not. Flossing <laughs> He's flossing four times a day. Yeah, oh, that's right. Overachievers over there. Can you buy floss over there? <laughs> that was my next question. Uh, is it on the no, show? No, we just use uh, we just use string. Any old twine. Any old thing. A grass. Yeah, yeah like a Actually, leaf of grass. All of our all of our grass is mint flavored. So <laughs> nice. it's kind of right there. Nice. What kind uh, of food do you serve at the brew pub? 
Um, so uh, we hired uh, a friend of ours who's from New York and is an American chef. So we, we serve American-style food with the you know, craft beers because we think they go pretty well together. Uh, it can also go with Korean food, but people are – most of the Koreans coming, are coming to us for more of a – to use it again, a, a North American experience. Sure. So, yeah, yeah we, we serve uh, – actually, our chef is really good at making uh, sausages. So we have a couple kinds of sausages going th- uh, coming out um, every week. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, if we were going to open a hop grenade in Mexico, we wouldn't serve Mexican food. Like, that's not why you'd come to us. Yeah. We would screw that up, basically. Because they just call it food. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what our sign would say, too. They'd be like, wait, what do they mean? Well, they do have Burger Kings down there. They do? Yeah, but they're not like the Burger King up here. They're like the franchise. It's painted on a wall like Burger King. Burger King. It's the Burger Ray. Yeah. Does he have right. a sombrero yeah. instead but of a crown? You could serve American <laughs> Mexican food, like burritos and nachos. Oh, that's true. And then it's a twist on it. And then call yeah. it Mexican food. There you, yeah. there you go. They'll probably think we're putting Mexicans in our food. Is that like <laughs> Tex-Mex, but Amerimax? Yeah, so yeah. How many different beers do you guys have on tap? How many different styles do you like to brew? Uh, we brew a lot of styles, actually. Right now, we have uh, eight different beers on tap at the brew pub. And, yeah, we usually have eight or nine on tap at any one moment. Okay. What's your major styles that are going out the door so fast? Are they into their IPAs? Is that the thing that just sells itself? Exactly. Uh, Our IPA sells two to one over every other beer we have on tap. We just can't brew enough of it, basically. That's awesome. Is it the IPA you sent us as well? Yeah, that is. It's our – just a – a classic American IPA. Okay. I think it's in your class right now. Yeah, I'm still drinking it. That's what I was asking. So now this one didn't hold up quite as well, if you don't mind okay. me being totally honest as the other. There's, it's actually still a very clean beer and a clean fermentation. So whatever you did bottling, even though yeah. you never do this, you did a nice job. It's just I've, I, I'm not sure how old it is, but I think just the hops dropped out, which is just a nature. It's, it's part it's, of the age. It's I think. oxidized. Is it a little oxidized? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be, well, he, he filled it. From the tap. We filled it. We filled it from a tap. Right? Oh, you did. Okay. So they got oxygen in it, and it's it's going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how, how old is it? Um, that was bottled a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Uh, again, yeah. we tried to do our best. Our our friend was flying to Hawaii, and then so we sent the bottles with him. They were warm for a while, unfortunately, and then he mm. shipped them along to you guys. That'll yeah. happen. Or maybe it was just yeah. the oxidation, then not I mean, even that it know, dropped it's, out. It's fine yeah. for a growler because you're going to take it home and drink it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, IPAs yeah. do that. It's just the nature yeah. of the beast. Hops don't last very long. Well, and maybe this is weird to say. I'm curious if you guys have this experience. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can taste that a beer was was really good. Does that make sense? Like, For sure. There are times when we taste a beer and we go, okay, that had issues and maybe they need to fix that. But there are other times, like in this case, where I can go, oh, I think if I had that at the brew pub, it would have been a great IPA. Like, yeah. You just sort of know oh. that, that, that it's not unbalanced it. and it's mm-hmm. not all whacked out. It's just... It was the nature. You know, of, it would be different and better if you had it fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess I guess you guys have to come over then and try yeah. it. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah well, if you yeah. want to fly us over, I, well, <laughs> Marty here has yeah. a new boat. Um, oh, so could you think true. you can get us to Korea, Marty? I yeah, mean, he says, yeah. we can't take the RV. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll but tow the, the RV with the boat. Yeah, yeah. Put the, yeah, the, put the RV on the boat. <laughs> the brakes yeah. are bad. We can't yeah. take the RV. Actually, I think the RV is longer than the boat, isn't it? Thirty feet. Same. Uh, no, longer. 
Well, we might after we finish our lunch meat campaign, we might have to do a Kickstarter to get us in Marty's boat over to there Korea. Yeah, I'm afraid we'll get shot by a missile as we approach we the would. as we approach we'll, land. No, we'll get attacked by pirates. North and south. Well, do we know? I don't know how good a navigator Marty is. He's he's not exactly a sailor. He's got he's a, a, long GPS. a boat. He's man. a real estate guy. <laughs> it's 2015. He's got the satellite <laughs> navigation. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, South Korea would be great, man. Yeah. So you're there, like you're there. That's your town now. You're not leaving Korea, are you, Stefan? Well, uh, we uh, we have a family here now, and we have a, a brewery, so we're here for uh, for the foreseeable future. But one day we would like to to get back to uh, to Victoria. I think to to move back. Yeah, okay. uh, just um, we have uh, we have two daughters, and we we'd love to see them kind of go to school uh, in Victoria, if possible. Got it. Okay. How old are they? Uh, we're a very young family. Uh, our first daughter is 19 months, and wow. we have a, a newborn as well. Bam, bam. So yeah. that's why you're still up right now. <laughs> Actually, it, I'm, uh, I'm slightly in the future. It's Tuesday morning here. Oh, okay. So, you're so late. I just dropped my daughter off at daycare. Got it. Now we're making you late for work. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the boss, so I think I can yeah. be a little late if I need to be. There, there you man. go. Yeah. That's Stephon, nice. uh, Nico Brew, uh, Nico from Nico Brew is in the chat room, and he says yep. uh, he wanted us to give uh, his love to you because he has to put his own children down right now. So uh, he says, uh, "Cheers." What, they put them down. Something? Put them down. Yeah. Yeah. That, sounds last time. that sounds harsh. Yeah. Well, they weren't born with tails like he was, so he wants <laughs> to start again. Yes. Yeah. He wants to call that genetic uh, defect. Don't blame him. All right. So now the beer we have in our glass, I believe, is your homebrew, Stefan, which is yeah, your that's sour. right. I sent uh, one of my, you know, sour projects along, and that one uses a kind of unique fruit from uh, from Asia in it. Which is what? Uh, in Korean, it's called a meshil, but in English, it's called a Japanese apricot. Uh, ta- yeah, it, t- it, it, it tastes like apricot. Yeah, no wonder yeah. it's so good. It's not that stinky thing from Singapore, is it? <laughs> no, it's not durian. Durian. Uh, mm. it's, it looks like it looks like an apricot, but it's small and green, and they don't get very sweet. So you don't generally eat them here. You can kind of make extracts with them and teas with them, but you don't generally just eat them as a fruit. This is another killer yeah, beer. Yeah, really good. Definitely. Not, not oxidized. Um, quite yeah, tart, so, but not overly. Like, I can go, you can go really tart with me, and I don't care. But this one is, is I think it's significantly tart, yeah, but it's yeah. not like uh, so not, mouth-puckering that, uh, that other people mm-hmm. w- wouldn't like it. It's not overly acidic. Uh, did you yeah. use... What, what did you use to sour it? So I, um, I hate to plug you guys again, but I'm a huge fan of the Sour Hour. And nice. uh, I kind of used uh, a hybrid of the rare barrel method, I guess. I pitched, uh, I pitched lacto, uh, a couple strains of lacto, and let it yeah. get started overnight. And then in the morning, I pitched bread. Yeah, I'm, so not, I'm not getting a ton of bread, but the lacto is coming through really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm using the Yeast Bay's Amalgamation Blend, and so it's a blend nice. of six breads, but it's it's quite fruity instead of funky. So I think it might lend itself well to like a fruited sour beer. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect. Well, and isn't the Rare Barrel model, of course, that's Jay from the Rare Barrels, the host of the Sour Hour, Kind of using Brett to clean things up sometimes, not necessarily to be the the focal point, so that yeah. so that it's a success if you don't really taste the Brett. It got put in there to do some cleaning. It was that what you were going for, Stefan? Uh, yeah, I don't know what I was going for. I was okay. just kind of listening to what he's doing, uh, and uh, I think it kind of worked. So this is my new uh, home souring method. 
basically. Now, could you serve? I, I know not this version because you made it at home, or, or maybe actually that's another question: if you can serve your homebrew at the pub. But would people enjoy a beer of this style at, at the pub? Um, well, first off, I, I cannot uh, serve it or sell it in any pub. Okay, uh, so just, same as here: homebrew can't yeah. be sold. Okay, exactly. Um, but that uh, Gosa that you guys tried earlier um, sold really well for us in our brew pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, Koreans really liked it. It's, you know, it's got that slight saltiness and a lot of citrus and sourness. So um, we kind of have to, you know, recommend it to people and get them started down a little bit of the sour beer train. But they're, they've been receptive to it so far, which nice. is uh, really encouraging for me. Sure. Well, did, this would go good with yeah. so many different types of food. How long did it take to make this beer and then also the Goza as well? So actually the beer that you're tasting now was a really short turnaround. Uh, Basically, uh, it was in the fermenter for a month, and then it's been in bottles for about a month now. Wow. Yeah. Um, The Brett just – I got a really good healthy pitch going, and it just ripped through uh, fermentation within, you know, two, three days, and then I just let it sit. Nice. That's an incredibly short turnaround for a beer that's this complex, and Mm. I I would think – And then – sorry, the second half of that is that uh, after two weeks, I then racked it onto – uh, five kilos of these uh, Japanese apricots and let it sit there for a couple more weeks. Did okay. you, do you puree it or did you just do them whole? Uh, I took a bunch of them and I let them kind of get as ripe as I could get them and then I put them into the freezer. And then uh, before racking, I took them out of the freezer, let them get to room temp, and then I just mushed them up with my hands. <laughs> what was the freezer uh, portion it, for? Uh, I basically just wanted to... Uh, something I've heard is that it helps break down some of the cell walls in the fruit. Okay. And so basically it get, gets the fruit ready to kind of give as much flavor as it can to the beer. Nice. It makes it mushy. Okay. So yeah. when you take it out of there and you thaw it, it's, it's more surface area. It's, it's okay. more mushy. More readily available. And yeah, it, for... does, it breaks down the cell walls. Okay. So are you, har- yeah. are you harvesting your own dregs from this beer? Um, yeah. I've been re- re-pitching these... Uh, these blends as much as I can. Yeah. Do you have plans to release this one through the pub? No. Unfortunately, we're a little bit nervous about using Brett in our uh, commercial setup. So I think this one I'm just going to keep homebrewing for now. You pussy. <laughs> I know. No, I, as that's soon as I ex- said it, I wanted to take it back. But... <laughs> no, man. That's an expensive endeavor. I, I'd be worried about it, too. You, you know, yeah. you really got to do it right. Just um, open up a second location and uh, make that your functorium. Yeah. Well, you yeah, that would be ideal. Some sort of small farm where we, we could work on this stuff. But, yeah. Sure. But, I mean, even clean beers are so new here, the craft beers, that we really still have to focus on that, even if my personal interests have kind of drifted a little bit. Yeah. What's the base beer like on this? What's the grain bill look like? Um, it's just a golden sour. Uh, it's uh, mostly base malt with a little bit of wheat, melanoidin, and oats, just to hopefully give it a little bit of body. And hops? Any hops? Uh, I think I mentioned hops while brewing it, but um, <laughs> I, I don't know if they actually got into the uh, kettle. Really? He, he texted yeah. Nico during he thought the about boil. It. He thinks yeah. nothing at all. I think thinking about hops is enough for a sour beer sometimes. Yeah, that's, yeah. it'll make you yeah. bitter. Yeah. It comes across nicely in this beer. I think if you stand next to your kettle and you think about the cost of hops getting shipped to Korea, <laughs> it'll make you bitter. Yeah, yeah. Just wave the beer, the bill <laughs> over the... Over, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Just wave the invoice over. I, I actually have some really old um, whole hops, and I think I threw a few in the mash, and that was about it. Got it. Okay. Ah, oh, this is a really nice beer. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. And is this one of your first attempts at a sour, or you've been doing this for a while? 
No, I've been doing sours at home for just over a year now. Okay. Uh, but uh, I've got to plug another Facebook group that's been very influential. Um, they're called Milk, Milk the, the Funk. Funk. Yeah, and I'm a member of that group, and there's just so much good information out there right now on how to uh, do sour beers. And, yeah, that's helped me immensely. What are they called? Uh, Milk the Funk. Oh, Milk the Funk. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Was my DJ name in high school? Buddy. Was it? It's yeah. a good name. I'm leasing it to him. I don't know why he didn't make it. Yeah, I'm not very good. <laughs> the name was great. Turns yeah. out there's not much of a scene in Pleasanton. No, <laughs> right? Yeah, Milk the Funk did the Sour Hour too. So there's an episode with them if you uh, wish to go listen to it. Okay, sure, he's going to do that. The Goza. <laughs> I mean, I know you said your IPA is is killing it for you, but I feel like your Goza is number your, one. It's your jam. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, that yeah. You, that yeah. should be your flagship beer. Number well, um, maybe in the future we can. We're going to keep. Uh, we're going to rebrew it again for sure, and um, yeah, tweak it a little bit. Maybe try some uh, different um, citrus additions instead of just the uh, the orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, it tasted really close to Berliner Weiss. You could even try, you know, the syrups like the Germans do. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Woodruff uh, and whatnot. Yep, mm-hmm. At the pub, you mean? At just the pub, yeah. yeah. Everybody gets to put in a little bit in there, and it's it's it, it makes it kind of fun. And if I'm selling beer. You want to make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. What about the rest of that recipe? We did talk about the kind of the oranges that you use, but what does sure. the rest of the goes look like? Um, the goes is a really simple malt bill. It's just uh, 50% wheat malt and then uh, 46% base malt and then 4% acidulated malt. We just kind of want to drive the pH um, a little bit lower um, so that we can, you know, kind of give our lacto uh, a better environment and keep away some of the other bugs that could try to get to it. Okay. What was the, yeah. what type of base malt did you use on the goes? Um, on that one, we used um, I think Wireman Pale Ale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It had a really nice malt character coming through the the oranges and the salt. Also, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, actually, that is one of the benefits here is that we have. Um, the really good quality wireman malt available to us, which is really nice. Yeah. Where does the salt come from? Do you actually add salt to to the beer? Yeah, we added. Um, we actually added Korean sea salt to the beer. Uh, we added it. Um, we added good. some to the boil kettle, and then we actually added a little bit more to taste once the beer was finished. That's oh, okay. Oh, that's a potent. smart idea. It's is it? Really, I have a bunch at home. It's yeah. really, really because there's there. Sodium chloride's much better than ours. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> is, why yeah. is the salt different? Ta- I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it is. It, it tastes it tastes different, right? Than like North American salt. No. Yeah, I guess I guess there's salt terroir. I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like him, Himalayan pink salt has a little sweeter. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, French has like gray stuff. salt yeah. or whatever. I'll, I can bring some in if you want. It's it it it's like super sharp okay. and much more acidic. Yeah. It's all about uh, the other it's minerals. Moist. Yeah, um, it's it's delicious. How did you find it, JP? How did, how were you turned on to it? Uh, my friend who's uh, Shay, yeah. Shay Comfort oh, yeah, uh, at the yeah. East Whisper. Mm-hmm. Um, he's into a lot of Asian cookings and stuff like that. And we've been talking about doing kimchi and uh, kind of farting around with a lot of uh, kind of Asian-y uh, things. Fart. And yeah. uh, he was like, yeah, so we're going to make some kimchi and do some pickled stuff. And he's like, you need to get this Korean salt. Okay, and so I got it at the Ranch Ninety Nine there, the uh, the uh, Asian market. Oh, you can get it, everything at Ranch Ninety Nine. Uh, a, a little goes Cat. a long way. Can yeah. you say it like Shay? <laughs> you have to get this. <laughs> you have to get this. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, it's delicious. Or we get Paxton on here and he can explain it. 
all about salt. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure he can. <laughs> be great. A salt show. Yeah. The salt show. He can even explain how he can explain about it. This is a salt <laughs> series. Even the salt, salt, assault. So you have three different kinds of salt. Salt, assault. Uh, with Sean Paxton. <laughs> well, it's a smart move to put some in the kettle and then do the rest to taste afterward. And maybe yeah. that's where that you know we were complimenting you on how it, what nothing was overdone or stuck out. Uh, sounds like you were pretty reserved on what you put in the kettle. Yeah, well, I've done a few homebrew batches that came across a little bit too salty, and okay. uh, it's hard to get any of that out, right? Once something is too salty, everyone just kind of recoils. So uh, we were really worried about that and trying to be really careful about it. Yeah. Well, you did well. Yeah, we're loving that beer. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And this yeah. and your sour homebrew. Yeah. Yeah, keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep yeah. doing yeah. And uh, hey, you can send it over too if you want. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. I think I've got a couple of bottles left. So. Yeah. Well, next time someone's going to Hawaii, uh, uh, I'll, I'll yeah. fly. If I have to, I'll oh, go to Hawaii oh, and meet them there. You'll do that for us? to transport as a team, the as a team building exercise. We don't even like each other. Why would we do team things? <laughs> uh, because it's a free trip to Hawaii. Okay. Yeah. And you we'll, we'll land and all go yeah. separate ways. Right. Well, I'm all right with that. We'll, we'll each we, go to our own island. Yeah. We might right. like each other in Hawaii. You think so? It might just nah. be a California thing. I liked Sam a lot more in Hawaii. You yeah. did. Yeah. 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 He had a kid. So he ended up with that, baby. One, that one night. You liked him seven times in one day, I think. <laughs> yeah. Beardy will catch fire in Hawaii. He's too... <laughs> I don't go to luau's. He'll combust. I don't, I'm not yeah. talking about... I'm talking about the sun. Oh, not the, yeah. <laughs> no. I will be as red as a red delicious apple yeah. I love the first that. afternoon. Now, are you allowed to sell the beer outside of the brew pub, or do you have to go to Galmegi to get it? Uh, no, luckily with the kind of amendments to the brewing laws here, they've allowed small breweries like us to distribute our kegs. So the only stipulation is that we have to do it ourselves in a cold truck. So that basically means me driving a truck to the bars that need the beer. With the air conditioning Wait, on. and wow. their rule is that it has to be done in a cold truck? Just turn the yeah, yeah, that was I love that. The yeah, they care about quality. Yeah. Air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> So we actually bought a used um, dairy truck, okay. and uh, it's got, you know, it, we can get it down to like uh, five degrees Celsius in the back, and uh, we're driving to Seoul twice a month because we have a partner bar there. How far is that? Uh, it takes about five hours, so I have to listen to a lot of the session, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah. And w- what is, it? define a partner bar? Um, basically, we made an agreement that they will be exclusive and they will sell all of our beer all of the time. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they get to use our branding if they want, and they get all of the special one-offs we brew and anything like that. Okay. Oh, that's cool. So you're making enough beer to do that and then uh, sell it where you are, of course, at Galmay. Yeah, we've got, we've got three locations in Busan as well, three of our own locations. Really? Okay. Wow. Yeah. You guys are going for it. Yeah. Well, how big a town is Busan? Busan's, I'm sure you never heard of it, but it's uh, about three and a half million people. It's uh, wow. Korea's second largest city. Wow. Oh, man, yeah. we got to open a hop grenade in <laughs> Busan, I think. Well, I'll, Busan I'll help or you. Busan. You know, I can be your liaison, I guess. Yeah, you can give us a hand. I mean, I yeah. don't want to compete or anything, but uh, maybe we work together, you know. Sisters. Yeah, we'll be sister sure. companies. Uh, we'll get the um, Hop Grenade logo up uh, before <laughs> you guys get here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the Asian countries are tricky too, man. Like, uh, especially China. It's the Wild West over there with trademark law. You can't trademark True. anything. It's, you know, there are, I've seen, there's a, the recent one that I saw. I saw Brooklyn Brewery posted on their on their site, mm-hmm. and they laughed about it because they know there's not much you can do. Um, I believe it was in China, and 
they took the Brooklyn Brewery logo. It's a B, the yeah. green mm-hmm. B with the same, but it was called whatever the town called it in China starts with a B also. Yeah. All they did was change the name. Hmm. But the logo is the like they it's like they hacked their computer and stole the file. Wow. <laughs> But there's China nothing. Do that. But the government of China, they don't give a shit. There's like, there's no recourse. You know, it's like Brooklyn is going to be able to call them and say, "Hey, there's a trademark violation." They're going to go, "Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying Korea is the same, but uh, I, I just I know that China, particularly, it's a difficult thing to do. I've seen it happen with other uh, American named brew pubs got opened uh, mm-hmm. in in different. So yeah, so go ahead, Stefan. I'm, I can't do anything about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Should I get the tattoo now or later? <laughs> if you get the tattoo first, you get more street cred in my book. So, okay. yeah, maybe I'll, I won't mind so much if you take it. The lawyer won't be at your door quite as fast. <laughs> okay. That's a lot of people, man. You're in a big city. Yeah, yeah, and we were the first craft beer bar here, and that was just two years ago. There wow. was basically zero craft beer here. And now? Now, I mean, there's at least 10 bars that do craft beer okay. in Busan now. Okay. And in Seoul, I mean, it's just growing exponentially. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Mickler opened up a, a location in Seoul. Okay. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's Seoul has gone crazy about craft beer these days. How many karaoke bars are there? <laughs> there are. I can't even count. I mean, they're just <laughs> absolutely. But they're a little bit different. They're called singing rooms. Oh. So it's kind of cool because you can go with your friends, and it's a room that can fit like you know ten to fifteen people, and so you don't have to sing in front of the whole bar. You just sing in front of your drunk friends. Nah, yeah, we have some of those in San Francisco here too. I prefer that in front of everybody. If you're going to go make an ass of yourself, you know, <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> your friends already know you're an ass. <laughs> yeah, you got to show everybody else. Are there uh, any other brew pubs or breweries in Busan now since you started? Um, there were a couple of German style brew pubs, like I mentioned. Um, uh, there's only a couple of them left, uh, so there's two other brew pubs, and there's a new brewery that opened just outside the city, a, pr- a small production brewery. Okay. Uh, yeah. But uh, in Seoul, there's almost nothing because um, the real estate prices are so high that you can't, you basically can't open a brew pub in Seoul. You have to open a brewery kind of out in the countryside and bring the beer into your bar. Interesting. Yeah. Just real estate's but- too expensive, huh? Yeah, we're, so we're lucky in Busan that we can afford to have a, a brew pub, and it's actually only a block from the beach because we're a beach city, oh. so it's really nice for us. And what's the beach like? Are we talking, like, tropical, nice stuff here? Uh, no, I mean, it, it's just, uh, I'll be nice. It's, it's a beach. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. In as far uh, as the ocean meets the shore. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. And there is, there is sand. There's sand. And, oh, okay. It's not a rock. Uh, the, the nice thing is our beach, has got, there's a bridge that kind of goes across the bay that looks kind of similar to the bay bridge and so when you're on the beach you get to look at you know a nice bridge nice so, okay that. yeah. that, that's good that's good yeah. it sounds like you can't touch the water <laughs> right yeah you don't <laughs> yeah, go in like, the water there's a bridge, I, uh, so you never have to touch the water <laughs> yeah the water's okay i mean there'll be a few uh, the occasional plastic bag floating by but uh, oh, it's here. not toxic i guess but you know of yeah <laughs> right. it doesn't look like black tar no, Glowy no, not stuff. yet. It's really an incredible. Who are we to talk? Our shorelines are disgusting. Oh, like yeah. plastic yeah. bags and black tar everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's really an incredible looking city. I'm Google Im- imaging it right now, and it's the oh, huge yeah. skyscrapers and like like sci fi looking skyscrapers. Yeah. For now. Oh yeah, we're um, we're literally in the future here. <laughs> yeah. well, that, you mentioned that earlier. Let's yeah. make a good point. Actually, Way to rub it in. The beach too. Look, I'm looking at like a crazy crowded picture. Umbrellas like uh, shoulder to shoulder. So. People do go to the beach, though. It looks they just like. don't like the I, sun. 
Yeah, I think they're, yeah, they don't like the sun, but I think it, they set a record every summer. The, the other beach, the, not the beach we're on, but the other main beach in Busan sets the record every summer for the amount of people on a single beach. It's in the hundreds of thousands. Oh, my favorite. Wow, wow yeah. no kidding. Yeah. A lot of Speedos. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of Speedos. They're called Espidos. <laughs> All right, Stefan. Well, thanks so much for sharing your beer and your story with us, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was uh, it was a pleasure, and I hope we can. Uh, I hope I'm stateside sometime next year, and I will definitely be by the Hop Grenade. I think to uh, um, hopefully try the Hop Grenade beer. Dude, That's let fun. us know. Come on in. And We'd love beer. to have you back and uh, bring beer. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll bring beer. I promise. Excellent. Yeah. And sponsor Excellent. lunch meat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Is there a website people can go get more information about uh, Galmegi? Yeah, we we uh, we keep it easy. Just galmegibrewing dot com. Uh, we're also really active on Facebook and Instagram, so uh, you can see a bunch of our nice photos of food and beer if you're interested. And that's G A L M E G I, right? Yes, that's right. All right, Galmegi Brewing. So you can go galmegi dot com and check it out. And get more information uh, if you're headed to Korea. Go check them out. And, South uh, Korea, uh, South Korea. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, although it's just Korea, right? Like you mostly say Korea. Yeah, we uh, we tend to not confuse them as much as you guys. Do. Yeah, so we're like we're a little yeah. particular about it. All but, your customers uh, know which one you're talking about. So. <laughs> yeah. But when you guys do confuse, there's missiles involved. It gets bad. Yeah, how Actually, does talks go? It's, it's a little bit tense right now. I don't know if you've seen the news, but oh, um, yeah. yeah. But uh, we're we're actually okay here. It's business as usual. For some reason, everyone in the South, we don't even we don't even worry about it. But no, it happens really? so many times, right? Yeah. yeah, it happens every year. I mean, they're just rattling their sabers, and yeah, yeah, it's business as usual. What a weird environment to live in, though. But it, I mean, it feels like more intense because they're like moving their submarine fleet, and they're actually doing a little more than usual, right? The submarine fleet is like a guy with a snorkel. Right, that's a five-gallon <laughs> bucket upside down. Yeah. <laughs> and a guy hey, walking along the beach. It's more subs than I have. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, that's a good point. Well, be safe over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're staying safe. We're Luckily, we're in the southeast corner of the country, so we're just about as far away as you can get from the north. Oh, good. good. So you're safe. I mean, yeah. we're more safe, but you're safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll think of you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. All right. Hey, it's been a, r- a real pleasure, Stefan. Thanks for, uh, well, thanks for being a fan. So that's cool. And uh, for spreading beer love around the world. Thanks for doing the show. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right, brother. Well, hopefully we'll see you soon here stateside, or, or maybe we'll take the BN jet to Korea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Take care. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. That's right. one of my favorite things about this show. Like, I mean, Cellar maker comes in. We know what we're getting. That we're going to have a lot of good beer. But every now and then, you know, we get a, a brewery, and you know, you never heard of it, or it's into plastic bottles, and it, they just blow our minds. It's yeah. awesome. And you never know. Yeah, you're right. We get in here with something to go. All right, well, yeah. we'll see what happens. But uh, these were great beers, so yeah. that was cool. All right, uh, what will we do here? We're going to take ourselves a quick break. Um, I'm hoping we still see Sully tonight. But we also have a game to play. He said he was in here. He said, I think he might be even here. Okay. Well, why don't we do this? We'll take a break. We'll figure some stuff out. Uh, we're going to play Beer or Not Beer, one of my favorite games that we oh. play. Oh, wow. So that's back tonight. And uh, maybe we'll find out what's new at 2-1-A also. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be back. You're listening to the Brewcasters, Brewcasters. on the Brewing Network.
A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. heard about White Lab's Pure Pitch Yeast. Pure Pitch is yeast grown right in its final packaging. That means yeast that has never been exposed to the environment. And White Lab's Pure Pitch Yeast for homebrewers is now available to everyone at homebrew retailers nationwide. Easy to use, perfectly sized, and ready to pitch. White Lab's yeast packaged using their FlexCell process ensures the purest yeast on the market. Visit whitelabs.com to learn more about Pure Pitch, FlexCell technology, and how it's created. Then visit a homebrew retailer near you for your own perfectly sized package of Pure Pitch yeast. And you can say hello to your own little friend. www.whitelabs.com When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five Star treatment today. 
Adventures in Homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes. Some of the things homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the Brutus brew stands and propane burners, the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven-pound hopper, custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels, coolers, and mini-sized brew pots. The brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Homebrewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. Brewing Network listeners receive 10% off their homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code IPA at checkout. See terms and conditions for full details. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Yes, welcome back to the program. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We've had a busy night, and it's about to get busier. Our old friend. Wow. <laughs> no emphasis on the old. Old, I was going to say. Uh, but our, our longtime friend, Sean O'Sullivan. Sully's yeah. in the studio with us. He's hey, coughing it, on me right now. It's it's great to be back here. It's been a long, long, long time, actually. I don't think I've been in my bar with you at the same time. I think you've been here, and yes. I've been here, Yes, but we've never been here together. We've never crossed paths. Like now. No. Um, did you get your senior discount at the bar <laughs> when you ordered your beer? I did. Discounts? For seniors, Shit. I did actually. I'm just waiting for my ARP card to get in the mail, so uh, I don't have that. So they actually, your staff's very good out there because they just they checked on me and said, "Hey, do you have your card, sir?" Good. And I said, "No, I don't." And says, "We'll come back later." Yeah, maybe when you're feeble. Your AAA card will do. That's close enough. Yes. We know that means you're a responsible. Yes. Uh, we were having this conversation before the before we came back on air about you know, Tasty's out sick. And then, of course, Doc, Doc then wondered if he moves up the death pool. And I'm like, well, he's just got like a flu or something. Uh, but it made that's us. What they say, oh, I got a little flu. Starts yeah. with the flu. They go to the hospital. I'll be fine. And then out. We got one less friend. But then it pro- so it prompted the <laughs> wow. discussion. Wow. It, it prompted the discussion. Is Tasty a senior? Or is he elderly? Yeah. And there's definitely a hierarchy of age. Right? Like, senior right. comes first, right? It's senior, yeah. yes. And then you progress into elderly syndrome. Well, Once you start wearing diapers, you're elderly. You can't take care of yourself, and you don't know where you are sometimes. Then you're and that's elderly, right? But isn't that yeah, convalescent? Yeah. Well, that's another level. Where you need a home. Yeah. Well, that's at the end of... What about feeble? Yeah. How does feeble fit oh my into goodness. the spectrum there? <laughs> it's getting complicated. Anybody can be feeble. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah, be young and feeble. I feel like Tasty's feeble. Tasty may be feeble anyway, regardless. Of anything else, I got that dirty old yep. man thing down pretty good, didn't I? <laughs> He's gonna make it. I think I'm still higher on the death pool than Tasty. He's gonna make what? So, right. It. What is no, the hierarchy? He's gonna make, gonna make it yeah. through. In his pain. Don't feel good about that. I don't. I think the latest what, is the, me at the top. JP moved down because he got cured. Yeah. Oh no, got married. Uh, I think it's me, Tasty, Jamil, mm. JP. Mm. I think that's about the list. I didn't right? make what, the list. Does that sound accurate? Sweet. What about Doc? Wow, Doc, Doc is not Doc even is on the go, list. Doc is going to he Burning Man. He's going to Burning Man. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. I know, but Doc is bulletproof. Like, the, the yeah. man, I, mean, I don't mean to jinx you or anything, so I'm sorry <laughs> about <not>. that. <laughs> but Doc's got, I don't know what he has. He's deformed or... or he has a deformity. He has a, a deformity that keeps him alive forever. I'm gifted. Yeah. He's so the no, I, I think he's, like, way down the list. Okay. He's not even on the list. 
Well, he might be like like beardy below me. I'm not mm. even thirty yet. Yeah, no, I think I think he's above you. I think but but actually, I might I walk think, into a wood chipper. I think you're actually higher up <laughs> because, your because, because of the beard. Because well, of yeah. wrapping around, you know, spinning. Yeah. Accidental death. Yeah. Yeah. And he can't yeah. see well, and he drives right. a scooter. Yeah. 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 You're right. So the only reason he's on the list at all is accidental death. Correct. Yeah, exactly. yeah. The rest of us, it's lifestyle choice. <laughs> well, yeah. Genetics. I got a week left here, by the way. Don't you know? Don't put me in that pool. Probably a good week. Good, Look, solid week. Dude, you got a brewery to open, man. You got to get through that week. <laughs> Now, Dave Wilson is also in the studio with us, and Dave is your, your president? Dave oh. is, yeah, Dave is the pr- sale of president. Well, today, I mean, by the way, when you were talking about Doc's deformities, you were looking right at me like I should scoot over because I'm sitting right next to him. Yeah, so you can't I'm a little worried out. about that. <laughs> you should watch out. Can I admit that I'm confused now about Dave being the president? And, <laughs> yeah. and it's not because I don't think that Dave is qualified. I've known Dave for a few years now. I remember when you started with, with 2A. Mm-hmm. And I think you've done great things for the company. Well, thank you. But, Sully, we didn't have this conversation. I'm like, supposed to check with you on this? Is that what's well, going on here? Not, like, hey, I got an idea to, here. I'm going to run it by you. Maybe you don't have to check with me, but <laughs> he just wants to know why. Well, like, you're okay. the guy. Like, okay. you're the face. So, let's say, let's, this is what happened. I'll, I'll pull the curtain back and do the okay. big reveal here. So Dave started with us when we started uh, basically packaging beer. We, and Nico and I knew nothing about selling beer in the outside world. Okay. So in comes Dave Wilson, who was the national sales director for Deschutes Brewing Company up in Bend, Oregon. And he came on board. We convinced him to do this. I can't believe it. And kind of put us on the map. He took us from, you know, a little humble beginnings, a thousand barrels a year in 2008, uh, to where we are today. And it's really a, through his, like, you know, initiation and uh, relationships and, and making it happen with distributors and, and the like out there that where we are today because we would not have been able to do it. So he said, okay. we got to do something for this guy. Um, give him a title. Give him a, right here, give, him a, oh. give him a title. So. <laughs> give him a fake title and a name on the door. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and no. invite him to talk. <laughs> exactly. Dave, this is part of the perks, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and I so can tell. It's actually worked out really well because it's allowed Nico and I to kind of pull back just a little bit. And, I mean, believe me, we're still, I mean, we had like five meetings today. Very, you know, we're right yeah, there. you're still always on working. what's going on. But Dave actually, he had handles a lot of the day-to-day operation. He handles a lot of the interaction goes on with the pub manager and the pub staff and the new brewery and all that. He really is kind of the orchestrate. He, yeah, he's the composer of the entire operation right now. In a lot okay. of ways. And he's, and he's way better as a, uh, as a person. He's nicer than Nico and I in a lot of ways. So as, <laughs> Dave is like the nicest guy in the world. He is very so, nice. Unless yeah. you cross him. And then that's it. So I do think Sully that you've always been good at identifying what uh, your weaknesses might be and then hiring people to do the, the work that you can do. Yeah, the way yeah. you're, the, you know, the, the, the recipe for success in any organization is that you hire people to do the job better than you can. Yeah. That yeah. can do the job better than you can. And, and that's true. I mean, you have to, you know, know things about everything. And that's certainly when we do that. But I mean, you need to like put, you can't hire somebody who's not going to have somebody involved in your operation that's right. not going to bring value to it. So okay. Dave Wilson brought a lot of value. And he's a big guy too. So he brings a lot of a lot value. value. A lot of value. Yeah. All but right. Ju- now, but Justin, before we start, okay. Uh, you know, I'm a little surprised today yeah. because uh, we uh, we rolled up here and we we thought there was like this big anniversary party going on you know you know and and, and we're like and we're like we're, we're, you know Dave got a uh, was able to park his car out front uh, I thought there'd be more people here you're kind of connected in the brewing industry yeah, the, the golden you, ropes you got a hot girlfriend but there's, no, there's is this the party no because it, yeah. it's on your list of weaknesses is is fucking dates Sully. <laughs> was, was it, is, it, is it not tonight it was yesterday man. Uh, 
Oh, well, anyway. And here, I gave I you, you top billing. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Well, here, I, I got you a couple <laughs> of little things there. I brought you a card. Should I open uh, it now? Yeah, you just go ahead and open uh, it now. We have a card it's, here. This yeah, is yeah. nice of you. <laughs> I know this is radio. Weird. It's orange also. Oh, no, he's yeah. on video. It's cool. It's an orange card. Yeah, it's like Halloween. Uh, happy, happier. And then, uh, oh, it's like a little happiest. It's a little fishbowl. I can put it on the... On the oh, camera. It oh, it's a mo- It's one of those moving cards. Congrats on your one-year anniversary, Sully, and the two-way. I love the dollar store. Thank, Thank you, you for not doing Thank hoppy, you. hoppier, and hoppiest. Well, you would add a heart. Right. The funny thing is, you go to a you go to a card shop and you get an anniversary card, and there's nothing that says happy anniversary. It's always about how I love you <laughs> and uh, and kind of crazy stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the, so, la- the last I, few of those for me was hard to pick out. <laughs> I don't know what he just said. Um, <laughs> and I got you a couple gifts. I got because it's very important to get you a watch here because it's very important for you to to you know to keep the show on time and keep it moving. Does it that watch have, have a and date function, Sully? Because maybe you should uh, should re that. Okay. It does have a timer function. This bit has 17 seconds left, Sully. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I'll keep it moving then. Uh, and, and I got you my little pony Rarity. Oh. In, in, in case the whole thing goes belly up, it's wow. Rarity. And, uh, and you can sell that on eBay probably for a little bit more than Should've I paid for it. It's a little, uh, don't, don't touch it. Should have made that a unicorn. It's nice. It, it is actually a is a unicorn. Oh, you know is. what I'm going to do? And it's I'm not joking right now. Here. I am going to strap this to the front of my Burning Man bike this week. This is going to be my little character oh. always. Oh, you're going to be well, a brony. Yeah. Well, nice. yeah. Well, <laughs> I got one more thing. Okay. Uh, it actually might work out for you in Burning Man. But when I come here, I notice that there, you guys don't even have a barbecue. So we do. I, I, I brought you a barbecue <laughs> yeah. um, you know, as a gift because right. you, you, you need that. Every brewery, need, every you know, uh, show yeah. like this needs a barbecue. It's a 12-inch tabletop grill. You can make peat. Uh, with that. Yes, yeah. uh, you're right. We don't even have a barbecue. So I'm... you set that up outside or in the studio here. Warren I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. That'd be great. Or take it to Burning Man. You can put that on your bike also. <laughs> I'll put this on the back of my bike. Yeah, right. We have walk, a driving barbecue. Sully, this is very sweet of you. Thank you for Well, I mean, gift. all kidding aside, Doc. Um, you have a gift? Uh, yeah, yeah, congratulations. I mean, it's been... Thanks, uh, I mean, this has only been a year for this. I was thinking about everything else that's been going well, on. Well, 10 years yeah. we've been doing, and you've known us yeah. that whole time. Yeah, I have, actually. Yeah. Um, and, and we just celebrated our 15th anniversary in August, so oh, that's uh, for right. the pub in San Francisco, yeah. Excellent. And you know, you've never said goodbye. That's right. <laughs> Sully's never left us. He's never ditched us <laughs> like some of those he, other jerks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you've you been from the garage now to, to the hop grenade. You've gone full, full circle. We're going nicer, to the garage. It's a nicer experience now, right? It is. It's way better. I'm glad I remembered where it was because I almost went to Martinez actually on the way over here. I was <laughs> yeah. like, don't go there. There's probably a t-shirt shop in the old studio. <laughs> All right, now, Dave. Yes. I have to, Sully, you have to be quiet for a second. <laughs> okay. Sully's a pain in the ass to work for, right? I mean, I know that you're good at what you do, and I love this man. I would never work for Sully. And he knows what, like, we just, I know him too well, I think. And it would ruin our relationship. And I wonder what. Thank God nobody's listening right I now. I wonder. <laughs> he's hard, he's difficult to work with, be honest with me. <clears throat> he's str- he's opinionated. I, you know, I think difficult is actually a really strong word. Okay. Um, what would you use? There are very interesting challenges, uh, <laughs> but he presents uh, he presents opportunities uh, daily. Yes, he does. To overcome the sales Very presidential. Yeah, it's, it's really in how you look at it. Okay. Uh, yeah, you could take these as uh, as uh, difficult situations, but no, actually, you know what, Nico and Sean. 
they make actually my job a lot easier because really the 2-1-A is about an, it's an extension of their personalities, which is a little nutty, sure. to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> yeah. But God damn, it's authentic. Yeah. Which and, one's uh, a bigger thorn in your side? Is it Sully or oh, Nico? good Lord. I am sitting next to you right He now. is sitting right next not, to me. Nico's, so Nico's not in the room right now, by the way. I'm going to say that Sean's thorn is slightly larger than Nico's. Okay, okay. Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, congratulations. <laughs> nice work. That's what I'm talking about. And how often does it happen that, like, whichever, wherever it starts, like, Sully says one thing to you. And then, you know, the next day or 20 minutes later, Nico's like, forget he said that. Every okay, do it. day. Every <laughs> day. Every day. So here's what happens. There have been times when you can come into the offices and you can see me actually in the corner in the fetal position because I don't like it when the parents fight. <laughs> right. They, they fight in front of the kids often. Right. And uh, there's some real heated. It's not the heated debates that get me. It's the makeup. Okay. Afterwards, yeah, really? it's a little uncomfortable. It's super awkward. <laughs> we talked about this uh, before, Dave, and you told me you were fine with it. <laughs> but that's a now, isn't that a healthy partnership? Like you guys are fine to really hash things yeah, out. You know, I, I got to say, we, it, it's like I think it's, be, it, it, it's because both Nico and I and Dave have siblings, so it's like you know, you get we, we get into it sometimes. It's like, but you know, you know, at the end of it, and it's not like we're getting we're getting angry at each other. It's just about, you know, the process of, you know, maybe we're designing a new can or we want a direction where the company to go and all this. But so it's like you can get, it can get pretty heated, but honestly, the way it kind of works is if somebody feels really passionate about what they're about something and I don't really feel that heart, you know, that passion about it. I'll be like, let's just do that. But if I feel I will, we will, we will go at it. Okay. And Dave is, this is what's great about Dave. Now he is, he, he's, he's the facilitator, man. He can hear both sides and we can kind of, but it's, it makes it sound like we're arguing all the time. We are not arguing all the time. <laughs> okay. um, you know, uh, we, Nico and I just started talking to each other again. It used to be lawyers up until about two weeks ago. <laughs> I so see, yeah. It's getting better. <laughs> I can keep it that way. That's uh, good. Testing. That's good, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no. We're, we're, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And, and having Dave on board, honestly, it's been a, it's, it's great. I mean, it's, he's a fun guy to travel with. We were just in England last week mm-hmm. uh, setting up distribution and importing over there. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, somebody was bringing our beer over there, like gray marketing in there. Oh, really? Uh, and uh, we were like, fuck. That let's we just want, do it. We want to do it ourselves, so we had we had connections back there, and um, so we're setting that up right now. Okay, yeah. So the deal now, since the last time we spoke to you, and it sounds like Dave has just had such a big part of this, is that now you're building like this mega brewery, or it's built in yeah. San Leandro. Yeah, it certainly is built. I mean, uh, it's a large brewery. It's down there on William Street, just on the other side of the fence from Drake's Brewery. It's okay. an old Kellogg's factory, and uh, it's a big, big brewery. I mean, it's people see it and they go like, my God, are you going to be able to sell this beer? But we actually make a, a good sizable amount of beer right now. We'll make 104,000 barrels of beer this year Wow! with our partner brewery, brewery in, uh, in Cold Spring. Just still use both simultaneously. And we're going to still use them. We're going to peel off some production so they can handle what the West Coast and some new markets and some specialty beers and all that uh, that we're going to be putting out in packages. But, um, you know, we need that capacity. We desperately sure. need it. We, probably, we don't even have enough. How just, excited are you to have a brewery like this now where you can get back in there and do anything you want? It's Well, we, we've been, we have been doing that, you know, in Cold Spring, but we've been kind of in a little bit of a box. Okay. Uh, so the capacity has been limited. And also, uh, we haven't been able to make new beers or, you know, in, in new packages. So right. that's what's really exciting. We have a new beer coming out right now, which I'm about to present to you. Excellent. Uh, which is Toaster Pastry, which is uh, this new India Red Ale that's coming out in a 19.2-ounce can. It's a single-serve can. I've and seen it on the media, the, the MySpace and stuff. <laughs> I've seen it out there. <laughs> I read the live the just said I've seen that on the media. Yeah, I've seen it around. This talking right now. The ad in the um, penny saver was amazing. So, uh, it's a, it's a, oh, I thought 
they were like tall, skinny cans, but no, they're like serious cans. Sully, can I just clarify something? So if you did 100K this year, does that mean you're going to just straight double? You can do 200K in 2016? Whoa. Well, because now you, have, now, you have, now, now you have two yeah. breweries what? instead well, of one. But the way it works, Moscow, is that uh, we, we don't have all the capacity they have back in Cold Spring, so it's not like we're doubling capacity right I now. See. So, um, you, have a, you have a goal? <coughs> like, what, what, what's the number? What do you hope it is? Uh, who is this guy? What's he asking me? <laughs> <laughs> He's the numbers. He wants to know. So uh, you know, well, to, I mean, we're probably scheduled. Well, you know, Dave, you ask you. You're the president. I'm going to open this, all right? Um, that's a yeah. lot of pressure. He's still being tested. So, He's been the president for two years. Wow. So we're looking, at, we're looking to actually increase next year about 35%, some, something like that. So it's really uh, bringing on San Leandro is more about giving us the opportunities to branch out. Like Sean was saying, Cold Spring has been pretty amazing for us the last eight years. But it certainly presents some limitations. Mm-hmm. And San Leandro, it, it's, you know, there are no... Wide open now. It's wide open. We can do whatever we want. I mean, Sean shows up. Nico shows up. They walk out there. They touch the tanks. They talk to the people. Sometimes they touch the people. Um, <laughs> and talk to the tanks. Yeah. I saw that on the media, too. <laughs> the touching part. Yeah. But, yeah, this is really about giving us an opportunity to, to, to branch out and just widen the, uh, the beers that we offer to the people. Everybody wants something... Uh, New and exciting, and we're going to keep doing the old classics, but uh, but with a little twist now. And so you have your grand opening this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah, so we have a huge party. We're inviting everybody to come down. It's from 12 to 10, okay. down at 2010 William Street in San Leandro. There's a BART stop there. Um, 12 p.m. to 10 p.m.? Yes. That's a long... <laughs> it's, a long <laughs> it's a lot of drinking. <laughs> You're taking shifts. This is a guy crazy. coming off his anniversary party right now. Like, holy, holy shit, what are you fucking doing to me? <laughs> And it's basically <laughs> Oakland at 10 a.m. 10 p.m. Well, it's not Oakland. It's uh, it's San, San Leandro. Leandro. It's a kind of nice, cause, you know, calm little you know industrial sure. hamlet there next to Oakland. Uh, but no, we're going to have bands. We have food trucks. Um, nice. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have face painting for the kids. So JP, bring your your kids down. They'll be a, you know, be, a, a <laughs> be great. Trumpy. Yeah. yeah. The court won't let me bring them. So. Anyway, so uh, yeah, we're super excited about that, and uh, it, we've got a. I think we, a lot of people are going to show up actually. And the city of San Leandro is really excited. That's the other great thing about this venture down there is that mm. they were really, really excited about us coming in here. They were really open and uh, really made it real comfortable for us to come in there. The, you know, San Leandro for a long time didn't have really a lot going on there, and okay. uh, it's transitioned out of sort of being a real industrial you know hub. Um, and you know, like the Kellogg's plant left. And, uh, and that so was this big vacant spot, right? For a long time. And okay. actually, though, what's kind of nice about us going in there is like they really, in fact, what's really cool about it is that there's a lot of old timers that are still like in the area from back in the Kellogg's days. And they still have meetings once a month. Really? And, uh, you know, this big uh, year uh, party, annual party. And uh, they're going to start having their meetings at our place. Nice. So, yeah, it's really, it's, uh, it's, you get a sense of community down there. And, uh, and now we have three breweries in San Leandro. We've got Cleophus Queely, which is the new guys on the block, which yeah. are the, uh, Good beer, yeah, Peter yeah. and Dan, and, uh, and then and then Drake's and now us. So okay. it's like turning this little you know hub of uh, craft brewery down there. And the brewery has it's an enormous space, and uh, it has you're doing this in phases, right? So you're up yeah. and brewing now, and of course we you've are. got this beautiful canning line, which I know you're I know you really like it. So it blew my mind this thing. Yeah, but there's other things that are going to go on there too. Yeah, so right now, I mean, the focus was getting production. We didn't we needed the production, we need the capacity, sort of to feed the market, and. And so we have a uh, so everything kind of 
of went into that. It was like all the attention and bandwidth went into that. And uh, so we've opened up a modest tasting room with an outdoor area. Yeah. Uh, we have food trucks. Um, and then eventually the, the the full sort of realization of the property is going to be, you know, a kitchen with a, you know, more of an extensive outdoor beer garden, sort of floating bars on the property. Nice. Uh, sort of self-guided tours. You can walk through the cellar block and all that. So it's it, – it's, uh, Are you going to voice over the self-guided tour, Sully? Because I think you should, man. Yeah. Yeah, the get- cellar. <laughs> yeah, dude. Pick Come record it in here. HP four's centrifuge by Westphalia spins at a million miles an hour. Yes. If it came unhinged, it'd go from here to China in ten seconds and take you with it. Yeah. So let's talk about this toaster pastry a little bit. I mean, this is a pretty complex beer. I did a. a it, it's sort of. I went back to my old days of brewing when I first started brewing uh, at Triple Rock back in the '40s when it was a Kel- when it was a, a, a coal fired brewery. Um, that's a joke. Yeah. Um, I and, remember uh, those times. Those thanks times. for laughing there, yeah. Beardy. Um, and uh, one of the first beers I brewed there was Red Rock, and uh, one of the first malts I really fell in love with was Hugh Baird's Seventy Eighty. So this has Seventy Eighty Crystal in it. It's got some Munich uh, Caram Munich a little bit of uh, uh, carafe in it, um, and then we just loaded it up with a bunch of hops, a lot of late hopping, actually. In fact, there's so many hops, I had to look. Let me see if my, yeah, my glasses check it out. on. And this is brewed at the new place, of course. Yeah, new yeah. place. Uh, it's got citrus, chinook, simcoe, mosaic, zaka, and calypso in the dry hop. Wow. Um, and then there's a uh, just a whole bunch of late hops, was uh, bittered with warrior. Uh, Centennial, Tanum, Amarillo, and a mosaic towards the end. Um, it's a great beer. A little yeah. bit of biscuit malt in it. So the idea and so the, the sort of motivation of this beer is that we wanted the idea to be that you ch- you're like biting into a Pop-Tart. Nice. Yeah. And so it has that crust-like character that you get from the biscuit malt and the Munich malt and a little bit of the crystal. And then with the interaction, the way I see it, the interaction, how the hops uh, play with the malt, you kind of, it's almost like this jammy-like character to it. And so, and it's got that red hue that you'd get with like a raspberry. Mm-hmm. Um, or strawberry uh, pop tart. So, and the cool thing about this story is it just wasn't like created overnight. I actually homebrewed recipes of this. Actually, JP, you were at my house one time when I was, I was. homebrewing this. Uh, so I did. When these, was this? Like, like five years ago? This is about eighteen months ago, two okay. years ago. So I was brewing like um, I did these five gallon recipes and just kind of started this, you know, this sort of the idea behind this beer, and then brewed a twelve uh, barrel recipe at the pub called uh, Ales for ALS. It was the Ales for ALS. Um, oh beer. yeah, mm-hmm. and then I did a beer called Blah 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 IPA. Maybe you had that. Uh, so I was just kind of like formulating this recipe and kind of taking it to, you know, I knew we were going to you know, package and make this beer. So yeah. I was like doing these little test batches on it. So I think you did it right. All, you know, most of the descriptors that you used were, were rather sweet descriptors, but it, I don't consider it a sweet beer. It has like the that toaster part, that crust part that you mentioned yeah. is what kind of really ties it all together, right? Yeah, that, exactly. And I think that, you know, the India Red Ale is like a, a style right now that I think is getting a little bit of momentum. Uh, you're seeing more and more of them. Um, and it really differs a little bit in a sense from, a, you know, your sort of your West Coast style IPA by the addition, I think, of caramel malt. Everybody's I'm – I'm a kind of an anti-caramel malt guy okay. when it comes to uh, brewing IPAs. I strictly like, you know, in our, rest, our brew for your diet, strictly just pale malt, Munich malt, and like crystal. Um, but, uh, you know, you incorporate a little bit of that – um, that crystal malt, just a little, not to sort of play up on it too much, but uh, I think it's actually kind of an elegant addition to it and a sort of, uh, 
definitely uh, uh, sort of creates that sort of, you know, when you have the concept of India Red Ale, which sure. is relatively new. So. And this is on the shelf now. People can get it. No, this is not. This is not what's yet. exciting about this, Justin. Okay. We're the first. Justin, <laughs> uh, don't, don't fall asleep on me over there. Sully's uh, the only one who lets us have scoops. Everyone yeah. else scoops yeah. us. This is yeah. the scoop. This is, a, you know, this is the first time, aside from this past weekend at this festival, was that, uh, <laughs> that you are the first ones fuckers. in the 925 yep. area code. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> that have had this beer. So this beer is officially going to be released uh-huh. at um, at our opening party this weekend. Which is what, Monday or Tuesday? Is that when the party is? <laughs> it's motherfucker. <laughs> it's Sunday. Can we tell Sunday. them about what we're doing with this? Um, the... Well, the whole, I mean, we're, we the got a little bit of... The presentation? Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. Let's tell everybody about this. I mean, we got, we got music, about? we've got food trucks, we've got beer, um, we've got face painting. Nice. Yeah, VIP section? Absolutely. Cool. We have clowns? We do have clowns. <laughs> several, <laughs> several clowns. Okay. Unless we show up on Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> That's then, true. Then, then you won't, won't have, have clowns. <laughs> yeah, look, we're, we're opening this thing up to everybody. There is no ticket purchase. Uh, oh, really? Just, so our no, listeners oh. can go out? Absolutely. They can come up. I mean, you just pay for why did Dave Hopwood come in here and tell me and sell oh, you tickets? Yeah, well, basically he was like, <laughs> "You have to pay." Yeah, he was like, "Oh, hey, if you want to go, just send me. An- I can get you guys in. Like it's something." Well, no, look. he was uh, Justin. We'll talk about this later. Well, he's, but he was he's actually going to set you up. Okay. okay, you're like, "What is this about this?" And, oh, I should shut up now. Shut up. <laughs> so everybody can go. Everybody, everybody. can go. This is awesome. Yeah. Well, how cool! I'm going. You're go. I'm going to go too. I said, yes, I would go on Facebook. Facebook. I think that I said true. yes there too. I'm not going. I know you won't be here. You'll be naked by then in the desert. <laughs> and, and, may, and maybe dead. <laughs> Potentially dead. Yeah. Way hope. too early. <laughs> One can only hope. Now, you know, now that I'm a retail establishment, <laughs> can I order this beer now and serve it next week after you get, guys is, launch it? Is this where I get on my knees and blow you so you put the goddamn beer <laughs> on? Yeah, she has, it's just a pallet waiting for you to I'll say tell you, what, tell you what, if Sean blows you, I will deliver you, a keg. <laughs> you will personally... Listen, I'll come pick it up if he blows me. You don't even have to do that. You'll probably deliver more than that. Now, listen, we had... Yeah, you'll, be able to, you'll be able to get this beer, right? Yes. Um, from, uh, but I want it, like, I want yeah, it like next week. You want it now. I want, well, I'll let you guys launch it. You're having it right now. And then next week, I want to serve it to my customers. Well, maybe, maybe we should just do it at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, even over the weekend? Yeah. I mean, why not? I would love to do that. I mean, you had us here. Yes, agreed. So why not? Uh, we I don't served. Know about the day. We should talk about. Oh, we were serving uh, hell or high watermelon at my anniversary party I'm yesterday. Drinking, right so, drinking beautifully. By I have. Way. I have one tonight. But you, uh, you guys could uh, serve it here mm-hmm. and then send them over to the party. Oh, see, that's a, it's a great marketing tool. It really is. Our bartenders like can every time somebody orders it, you can go. You know. There is a party down south. It's happening right now. A five-minute story about the whole thing for every purchase. (laughs) Let me tell you about the beer. I'll just have them hit play. I'll just cut out a little segment right here. That will have your voice over, too. Hi, friend. (laughs) I'm Sean O'Sullivan. That's right, uh, cans. That's right. The old guy who runs Jurassic Park when they get on the tour, and it's like the uh, the audio. Uh, I got that. I totally got that one. Spared no expense on this brewery. (laughs) Why did you decide on the tall boy format of these cans with this one? You know, I think we were looking for... For uh, a, an opportunity to have fun with new package sizes, uh, you know, so often you go to uh, you know a grocery store, liquor store, and you see the twenty-two ounce bomber bottle, yeah. you know. And this is, I think, this is just something that we wanted. We thought it would be kind of fun to like start, you know, putting our toe into into new package sizes. We have a variety pack coming out this year. Nice. Actually, the first time we've you know we've ever done that. That's coming out at the end of this year. Then we'll have a spring one coming as well. We have a new, bunch of whole new beers planned that are just. 
And you have yeah. one canning line that can do all these formats? Yeah, yeah. We do, you know, we change over the parts and you can, you know, run different sizes and things like that. So size matters. Yeah. Technology. Yeah, Sully, what are you now? Are you the brewmaster? <laughs> what is your title? What do you? Because you designed this beer. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm very. In, uh, so I design the beers. I okay. come up with all the recipes. You do. Uh, I work with the brew staff. Work on process and sort of guide, you know, my staff, you know, to you know create great beers. And um, everybody's really motivated. We're kind of small and scrappy right now, mm-hmm. uh, but we've got a lot of great people on board. You know, some people come from other breweries, um, and uh, we're having a great time. It's, in, in all your growth. And all the things you guys are doing, this is that's still the part that you want to do every day is yeah. the brewmaster part. Yeah, the I still want to wear the brewmaster hat. Yeah, that, I, I mean, my big thing is I like creating. I mean, he's, we talked about it a little uh, earlier that like you know brewing is like cooking in a lot of ways, yeah. and uh, that's how I kind of approach it with the sort of the ingredients and and uh, you know and, and the interplay of all that. Um, and uh, and the other thing I really like is like working with Nico and Dave on you know new packages, names, and sort of direction of the company. So I mean, we had like five. As it turns out, the way you run a brewery is you actually don't really do anything. You meet. We had like probably five meetings today just about like meeting. we just have a meeting about a meeting. It sounds awful. It, 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 yeah, it's too many meetings. You, should, you know, you, you drink a lot more. <laughs> right. I tell you what, you and do I, right. And I get like really kind of. Dave knows me, this about me. Like I, uh, I don't. Like, I'm not a big meeting guy. I mean, oh. I, I get a little, you know. I've eliminated all meetings from our company. <laughs> you don't have any meetings anymore? <laughs> no, we used to do them weekly. I cut them all out. Why? You've got to meet with your people. Doesn't uh, it show? Email. Yeah, the no. best part is email. we get our whole crew together once a week. You guys we go like over the real right. important stuff. And, and Sean's really trying to whittle this down to a 10-minute meeting. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, because that's how long Sully needs is 10 minutes to yeah, exactly. give his spiel. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm being honest. Meetings, uh, I mean, I get you're a larger organization. There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. But meetings kind of blow. I mean, doing that well, all they're necessary, but um, you know, it's just part of the thing, man. Part of the you, thing. Yeah. You, you, anytime you read, like when Mitch Steele's on, you know, he's, he comments on the meeting aspect of it, and yeah, he, he and I will, you know, get together and talk about that. You're like, oh, you're having another meeting about a meeting about a meeting. <laughs> right. right. You meet about meetings. Yeah. You're still traveling a lot, though. Yeah, I do travel. I like to travel. It kind of gets me. A, you know, the thing about it is that uh, when I was before I got into brewing, I was a paralegal amongst other careers back in Los Angeles, and I had an office. I had a, an office. I'd go to work every day, and I didn't want to do that. I thought I was going to go to business school or law school, so I kind of like get, decided to get into brewing, moved up north, and it was great because I was working every day in the brewery and kind of you know lifting stuff and a little a little lighter back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so now I have an office, uh, so I've created my own little like you know Space. hell again. So yeah. I've actually tried to make it as uncomfortable as I can. So like you know, <laughs> Nico and Dave have these beautiful, elegant desks, and and I have like I went out, I ditched my and I have like this metal desk that like your principal had. I got this from a surplus <laughs> store. I have an uncomfortable chair because you don't want to be in. I there. don't want to be. I want to be moving around. I'm going to be walking around the brewery. Yeah. I want to. And then the other thing I get off on is honestly is traveling and talking about this industry and what we're doing. I mean, I think it's really important to get people excited about what we do. I mean, yeah. Everybody, everybody has a story in this industry, and I think that's what people really gets them excited. And I think that's important for you have to do sure. that. You have to do. I think that. You are happy now again. 
if I could say that. And I don't yeah, mean I, – I, I think there, you guys were growing so fast and there was a lot of business to be done and you weren't maybe brewing as much as you liked. And mm-hmm. there, it was part of the process. Yeah, oh, yeah. And when I yeah. see you in the brewery now – and Dave, I'm sure – maybe you could help me out with it. When I see Sully there now, he's like a kid again. He's like running around. He's – look at my Sipping. new – look at my boiler. My look at my pony. Like he's – but you're happier again. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I am. I mean, honestly uh, – I Cold Spring has been great. I love those guys. Yeah, I mean, every single one of them guys out there listening right now. Um, and uh, you know, but you and know, you've done great things with we, them. We, we've done great things. Yeah. You know, they went from an old lager brewery, you know, and to built the state of the art brewery. That's actually the same brewery we have. Um, okay, so it's, nice. There's a lot of similarities there, but we. Um, you know, it's uh, it's fun. We all feel it in this company. It's just not me. I don't think. I think everybody's feeling Everyone's it right now. Stoked like we right can now. like you know literally go like, nah, we're gonna do this today. Yeah, you know, yeah. and when you brew at another location, you have to sort of go through a channel to turn the ship a little bit. And so, and what about the pub now in Zambo? Is that we, now the redheaded stepchild of two one a? We actually sold that about. A year <laughs> <now>. <laughs> it's not even. Yeah. It's two two a now. Yeah. It's a when whole does other. Course take it over? <laughs> It wasn't Coors, actually. Oh, it was, shit. <laughs> now the pub is <clears throat> it's still vital. I mean, the the pub is a uh, you know is a, is not going anyway anywhere. Um, Zambo's great. Zambo, it's essentially our test kitchen in a lot of ways. So mm-hmm. anytime I like or you know we, we want to create you know we anything we 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 do it there. I mean, yeah. it's a lot of fun. So yeah. that's not going anywhere. And that's I'm gonna I, I am gonna jump in and tell you. Yes, yeah, Sean is. Uh, we're going to have a moment here, Sean. Do it. I love when it's happening. Uh, he is actually, I, I see it too. He is much happier, but how could you not be? Sure. His kitchen is now 15 minutes away from his house. Yeah. And he can do whatever he wants yeah. whenever he wants to do it. Yeah. And that's that's the that's the gift that Sean gives us is the recipes, the beers, and uh, that out-of-the-box thinking. So I, it, it's, it's really nice for all of us to be able to show up in one place and not just talk about the beers, but then actually go out and execute it. Yeah. yeah. Um, how could you not be happier? Agreed. Getting on a plane and flying out is a challenge. Sure. Yeah. You're doing that quite a bit. Oh, yeah. What's your What's your miles status now? You're like a billion miles or something? I'm in the billionaire's miles club. <laughs> like when you go into an airport, <laughs> I go, hey, they hey, hand Sol- you gold bars. They you hand me gold it. bars. They say, Mr. Sullivan, would you like to fly the plane today, sir? <laughs> you and can I do say, anything you want, right? I flew that last leg and that was this shit show. All right. So all joking aside, I'm in San Francisco waiting for Sean to show up. And I get into a little room where I only got in because I was flying with Sean. Okay. And then they see my shirt, and it says 21st Amendment Brewery, and they're like, where's Sean? <laughs> That's how often he's there, yeah. So I text Sean and say, Sean, I think you need to show up quickly because they're I'm ready to get to- me out of here because <laughs> they want to talk to you. Yeah, I was mid-massage, and then they realized I wasn't Sean. <laughs> so. And I don't even fly. So. <laughs> Just hanging out at the airport today. It's weird. Uh, you're still back and forth from Cold Springs a bit, though. Yeah, we go back and forth. We go to, you know, we also go to other markets, and, you know, there's still, you know, you get up and tell your story and uh, get people excited about what you're doing. So why aren't you? Why don't you have a jet? Ken Grossman has a jet. Oh. I knew you were oh, going to wow. bring that up today. Yeah. Is it a green jet? It's, uh, he has it. I mean, <laughs> getting done to brass tacks. No, we don't have one yet, Justin. <laughs> you want to go in on a jet with with uh, with the Brewing Network? We'll uh, we'll pay for the wheel. Okay. <laughs> wow. In the car. Just, right. one of the, just the first just one. one. Of them. Just, just the one on the side of the road <laughs> yeah. wheel. It's Thanks. really hard to land with one wheel. <laughs> but, but that's the one we're paying for. Dave, how do you know? You don't know shit. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Dave. How many wheels have you bought? <laughs> Fucking stop that shit right now. Don't you have a company to run? God damn it. I'm trying to negotiate over here. I'll work Jesus. on the jet, Justin. All right. Uh, we'll definitely. Because Ken's never going to invite me to ride in his jet, but you'll invite me. You're a nice person. Yeah, we'll me. see. What did you do? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. How about we take a little break? Uh, we got uh, some games to play. We got some fun to have with games. you guys. Um, I, games. I think we got some more uh, uh, toaster pastry to drink, too. It's really oh, yeah. good. I can get the kind of What do you guys think, think of it? I, I, mean, I can get all yeah. of that. It's really, that. really good. Thank yeah. you. It's awesome. Yes. Thank you. I think it's a great beer. I think it's you know we've been, it's, it's interesting because it's kind of blown up online right now um, that uh, the, uh, there's these other beers that have come out that are sort of breakfast cereals. Um, there's, oh. like a, there's a oh. account chocula beer. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a Wheaties beer. Oh yeah, we just, we just saw yeah. half a Wheaties. Yeah. yeah. So, but the funny thing about it is, there's actually using the ingredients of the cereal in those beers. Yeah. Um, and it's Except fun the because one. It, 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 I thought they were using. They one. are not. No, no. not. No. Only the cocoa whatever. Uh, cocoa. You're not using Pop Tarts. No, no, how many Pop Tarts yeah. lost their lives? No, there was beer. actually no Pop Tarts lost, and we don't make any mention of Kellogg's in any of the promotional material or anything like that. Kellogg's, so please stay <laughs> away from us. Are you? Go- you know, you like to put the wedge of watermelon on the watermelon wheat. Are yes. you going to serve this with Pop Tarts at the at the brewery? Dave, make note. <laughs> hmm. There's going to be a commercial. No one cheers for the guy who brings toaster pastries to the party. <laughs> I mean, you guys can afford a couple of toasters at this point. It's an easy way to pair. Yeah. So, well, maybe we'll do that. Okay. Well, that should at least be a face painting option. For the to, kid, you to be a to- pop tart, yes, you get pop tart on the face or a toaster. <laughs> no, a toaster like strudel is yeah, way better Pillsbury than pop tart. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Bev, stop it. She's white trash. She knows. Excuse <laughs> me. She's the well, expert. I'd things- like to taste that beer, but nobody brought me. Anything. Oh, her you hear that, are- Sully? Her legs are broken. You're, you're she- a tall boy. I shouldn't have to walk out there. <laughs> wow. All right, a quick break. Uh, just a couple minutes here. When we come back, more with Sean O'Sullivan and Dave Wilson from the 21st Amendment. Plus, we're going to play beer or not beer. I think we'll take some callers for that. Triple eight four zero one beer. We'll give you a prize. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology in beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craft craftbeer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide plus enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com the brewers banter blogs beer education how to host a beer tasting and the invaluable draft quality manual tons of great content that makes your beer better visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion camaraderie and creativity of the craft beer community craftbeer.com celebrating the best of american beer Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high-temperature march pump, and either a top-tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack 
stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new Brew Easy. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. Segmented, demented, fermented, fermented. It's the session. Yeah! Ah, yes! Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. Triple eight four zero one beer if you want to play our, our game, beer or not beer. We're hanging out now with Sully and Mr. President from the 21st Amendment. Is this, is, Sully, uh, stop doing that. It's um, a live camera. Stop it. Don't touch it, it. No, no. I just kind of angle it down so people can see the cam. Just trying to do product all, placement here. Toaster pastry. Hi there. <laughs> Great right. beer. Find it on a shelf near you soon or here at the Hap, uh, Hop Grenade maybe this weekend. The Hop Grenade. The Hop Grenade. We'll see. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> We're going to go down to the anniversary party. It's, Are you going to come? It's yeah. Wednesday um, from noon to, <laughs> yeah. to, in the morning. to, to 12, noon to 1230. Yes. Um, Next year. Are no, you going to be here this weekend? Aren't you going to? I'm not leaving until Tuesday. They're all going oh. early. I can't do the desert that long anymore. Yeah. I'll die. I'm at the top of the list now, you know. It's Can somebody fix Sully's uh, camera? You were born please. in the desert. <laughs> what do you need? Like up or down? Or? It was basically pointing at his chest, so that's much better. That's where he wanted. Q&A right. yeah, and the toaster pay. I think he I'm had it right. I'm a single man. Come on. I need a little, you know, <laughs> yeah. kind of get it going here. Are you single now? What's happening? Oh. <laughs> oh. No, I, uh, yeah, I am. I actually am, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the gal I was seeing, uh, she moved to Southern California. Okay. You know, it was on a, uh, she was paid to leave, apparently. <laughs> you know? uh, no. Yeah, what was she, I, uh, 22, 23? No, she was actually, <laughs> she was 47 years old. She okay. was uh, age appropriate. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, what, let's turn it around here. I mean, what about you? 
you and Kate, you've been going out with that girl for a long time. You're gonna make you know. Pull um, a, you know, what, uh, what's here we go. We own a house together. We're we're in it to that's, win it. It's is, fine. That's your line. That's the stock yeah. line hashtag. We're in it to win it. Is that yeah, what it is? like what else yeah. is there? Everyone with this marriage and the things and the papers and the divorce. Uh, it's clearly, such a it's a mess. You've clearly you know. So that's my wife. Drink, that's my wife right Kool-Aid out there. By the way. Oh, so, uh, how yeah. long have you been married? Dude? Uh, Twenty-two years. How long have you been happily married? <laughs> My wife is right oh, outside yes, that window. Window. <laughs> uh, No, look, I don't have anything against marriage for other people. You know, I think it's a good idea for other people. I'll talk them down. And uh, look, I mean, <laughs> yeah, JP, don't, don't talk to Doc about it. JP's doing it, so yeah, uh, yes. nice you should do it. Aren't you officiating JP's wedding? I am actually. Have yep. you written the things? yet? I've been working on it. Actually, we're going to get together this week. Okay. Um, yep. I'm excited about it. It's uh, you've it, done it before. I've done this a couple other times before, and uh, yeah, I officiated my first one a couple weeks ago uh, I Schumann's Schumann. little brother I'm gonna Schumann's brother. I'm gonna tell you right Schumann's little brother Shoe Light Shoe Light uh, he got married? got married uh, <laughs> sorry <laughs> I mean last time I saw that guy it was like <laughs> he, was, he was probably should... stripping yeah. uh, his clothes were off got married great great lady uh I'm telling you, I don't think I've ever been so nervous in my really? life as doing that. It's like somebody's moment. It's yeah. their thing. But and how did you do it? So I did, did it awesomely. It was Yeah, I heard it was really good. I wasn't invited, but I heard it was really good. <laughs> um, but uh, you, I mean, how long was it? Uh, pretty short. Yeah, so it's about five to eight minutes. Yeah, That's, you know, I think we went eight I, minutes. I, I read from something because I want to make I don't sure do I do that. Well, no. you got to do that because uh, it, I spent and you're my, holding a book in your hand and it's very official looking. I did and, that. Uh, I had a book, but I, I put it down the table. I held a microphone. I did it like I do. Uh, yeah, when you're every, doing your rap thing, oh, yeah. I do that. When you, like when you were done, you dropped it. I, I <laughs> you were spent kiss the bride yo. I spent the entire day in my room pacing and uh, writing and sweating. Um, mm. Yeah, we didn't see him all. No, the way I, I work nervous. it, the way I do it, and you know, like JP is that um, I I take a lot of time with it. I actually mm-hmm. write and hone this. My first one that I did was with Roger and Claudia way back oh, in yeah. two thousand six, uh, and then I did Zambo and his wife Nicole at the pub, and nice. then nice. our old. What's that? Nothing. No, it wasn't. Oh, I get it. It was a funny joke. Uh, no. <laughs> and, and then I, and then I, and then I, uh, our old chef. I actually um, uh, was the officiant at uh, their wedding as well. And I, I, I actually have a lot of fun with it. My goal with it, JP, is to make people cry and laugh. Oh. That really is. Okay. Uh, and, it, and I spent a lot of time with the couple uh, beforehand, which will happen. Yeah. And, uh, sure. I'm, I'm sure. It'll someday. Be great. That sounds. Yeah. And, uh, now we've met once. Not sure that's part of the deal. But, no. It's uh, it's I'm I'm really and I was very honored that they asked me. It was actually really touching the way it, it all came about, and uh, it's the moment's not it's not lost on me at all. I mean, I care. You a mean lot like about, JP texted you texted one you, night yeah. and said, <laughs> "No, he called you me up? up." They actually it was really touching. They both called me up, and we had a and we ta- all talked together on the phone. It was a rare time that he was allowed to answer the phone. <laughs> like he was in country, he answered right. the phone in country. Yeah, in country. yeah. No, I was. I'm really honored, um, honestly, uh, to be part of this. I think it's and it's. It's going to be a great uh, wedding. It's going to be, um, you know, it's going to be up in the Sierra foothills, and I yeah. think it's, we're going to have a great time. Yeah, I will probably cry. I have to stand up there with this asshole, and yeah. with you doing it, and especially yeah. now that you say it's part of your goal, I yeah. will probably stand there and cry. I'll, yeah. pro- I'll get teary eyed. No. It's not really the I'm goal, but it's just like I mean, when you are close to somebody, yeah. and you're you kind of it comes from the heart. I'm sure you had that experience when with Shoe Light, or maybe not. I don't know. No, uh, when him and Kate yeah. rent, uh, uh, leased their car, he had that moment. <laughs> yes. Right, yeah. That's all that matters. Co-signing. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, we signed item. that paper together. Honey. We're both yeah. on the hook for it. She scratched it the other day. I'm really, I'm really fucking pissed off. 
But so that's marriage, right? Oh, yeah. See, yeah. but you can't throw the divorce in her face now. No. That's the key. <laughs> Being able to throw a divorce <laughs> yeah. in the face? Dave, is that the key? Yeah. That is not the key. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is right outside yeah. that window. Right. Well, and what's he going to do? Move out of Kate's house? Shut the fuck up, Beardy. Oh, Beardy makes so a strong point. For- <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't we do this? Uh, let's do the game because we Stop got some marriage? people waiting, and then and then we've got to announce the final round of our Brewcaster Challenge. We're bringing that. Uh, we're no, we're dusting down. off the books on that <laughs> no. old uh, thing. <laughs> Um, all right, so here's what we're going to do. We're hey, gonna play. I, I, was actually, I was supposed to ask one question. I had a, a couple of people who reached out to me. Okay. And I just want and since I have you both in the room right now. Mm. This is going to be about lunch meat, isn't it? Yeah, what's the, what the fuck is going on with lunch meat? <laughs> all right. Well, you missed the beginning of today's show. Yeah. I, I have did. announced today that... <laughs> official announcement. The official announcement is now, oh. for $10,000, I will do five episodes of lunch meat. So we're going to put up a Kickstarter campaign. Right, Dave, let's just write this check right uh, now. <laughs> There's already a thousand dollars pledged. We do already have a th- from a sponsor okay. from two sponsors. I think we've right. got uh, from one. That's from a one, one sponsor. sponsor. Okay, um, and uh, then I'm working on another sponsor to make. So between sponsors and listeners. For 10K, I'll do five episodes. We're in. We're in. Like, you guys, yeah. Sully's in. We're I'll in. tell you what. I talked to Sully after the show. JP, if you want to be, if you want to uh, sit in on the show, that's an extra twenty. Or five. 20,000? 20, I don't know why I said The price is going up. An, an extra, extra five. five. <laughs> so what do you mean? Like if Nico wants to sit in on the show? He, five grand. Nico just doesn't want to sit five in. For five grand. <laughs> I think so, right? Oh, or sure. an extra two grand? Yeah, we got five seats in here, man. No one wants no, to five. see how their lunch meat's made. They you just want to hear it. I actually don't. I think you have to go back to the old days. Like, of not I don't think any. Nobody can be in the studio. Yeah, I agree I mean, with that. I don't yeah. like it when people. Yeah, because otherwise you're gonna you're gonna sort of vibe off them, and they're Dude, gonna if you have do a, something. I mean, the yeah. last time we did it in here, we had people in the studio, and I had to stare at JP's stupid face the whole time because I don't like having them there. So yeah. I have to. I'm focused on but, my yeah, JP. Two grand, I, I would be comfortable with that. five. <laughs> Thank you very much. Five grand. Then yes. That's all. Then I'll just stare at you Same. the whole time. I'll yeah, I'm all right with it. All, do I have to blinders. be here for that show? Yes. No. no, you can't be here. There's no the, chat. No chat? Oh, okay. No, no. I got a no long, chat. And we won't be doing I got a long stream. lunch once, and I, I drove all the way down to Martinez and did, did the show. Because mm. I had to go back to work, so there was no beer involved. <laughs> That's right. I could do the, we do the chat, but we wouldn't have a video. No video. Record of it. No, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a great show. Thank you. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like you guys, like, you know, rolled out of bed and decided, like, hey, let's do this today. It, well, you know. Jay rolled out of bed. <laughs> yeah. Quite often, it'd be like <laughs> 11.50. I'm like... Hey, wake up! <laughs> Actually rolled out of bed. Yeah, literally, I got If I was smart, there. I would have just gotten longer microphone cables and just stayed in bed. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like John Lennon. You, I'll be your Yoko to you know, John Plus, Lennon. Plus, you know, there's a little boy out there that yeah. really wants you to do this. And, really? Uh, and I, yeah, that um, he's probably not doing very well. And it's a little <laughs> bit of emotional plea. Can you play the sad music while I do this, please? Yeah. Like, play Adele or something. I don't know what the fuck. Um, but, uh, and that little boy, you know... As Blobber. I mean, he, that, yeah. he's, he's, he's in a mine right now at the bottom of the earth. He is. And uh, we've got to help that little fella out. Well, he, he's 10 our, grand. He's our Benjamin Buttons. <laughs> it's so sad music. That's dramatic. It's really loud. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Barbara. Huh. I'm doing the best I can. All right. We're going to play beer <laughs> okay. or not beer. And uh, I think what we're going to do is we'll get our callers on. If you remember the way we did it last time, uh, we'll just take them one by one. And you've got to get three in a row correct. Sully, the name of the game is that we will give you uh, um, the name of a beer. And we're guessing whether it's an actual beer or we made it up. Um, so what we'll do is we'll let the caller decide first. Because we don't want to influence their decision. Okay. Then we'll go around the room and see what we think, and we'll uh, keep score that way, too. Scott, please keep score of, of the people in the room. Um, and let's do it. Let's go to our first caller. We've got Johnny. Uh, Johnny from West Virginia is on the line wow. with us. Johnny, what's happening? Uh, drinking beers. boy. <laughs> All right. So the name of the game is Beer or Not Beer. Uh, you've got to get three in a row correct, and then you win all the prizes, which I think is a it's a, a motorhome and a... <laughs> it's a poem from you, Sam. It's a the, poem from Sam. The brakes need work, oh. though. Do you remember that, JP? <laughs> no. So Bevo reminded me of this, and I listened to it last night. Um, we did a show once where the prize was a poem from Sam. Really? Man. I don't know if that sounds familiar if I'm making that up. but The uh, poem was everything you dreamed really? it would be. Oh, it was wow. Bebo played for me last night, and I was like, we are talented people. Oh, my this, God. It was the best bit I've ever heard. It was fucking great. <laughs> and yeah, we'll have to, let's revive it next week, Bebo. Give it to Moscow oh, so you can God. play it for us. The, Jesus, yeah. the poem I is incredible. Jesus. All right, Johnny. So we're going to let you guess first, and you'll have to stick to that, and then we're going to go around the room. Yeah. What is the first beer name? Orange is the new black IPA. Okay. Named after the show. Great show. Lots of lesbians. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying it's a beer, Johnny. Johnny says beer. All right, Johnny says beer. Sully, what do you think? You know, uh, I know Marin Brewing Company. Am I supposed to answer? Because I'm, I'm just answer. Uh, I know Marin Brewing Company makes a beer called Orange and Black. Okay, but I don't think it is a beer. Yeah, I say no. I don't think it's a beer either, Dave. What do you think? I'm going to say no. No, yeah. too obvious. Too obvious. Copyright issues, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Doc. No beer. No beer. Beardy. I think trademark issues. It's not a beer. And Jip? Uh, I don't think it's a beer, no. All right. Wow. Everybody says no beer except for Johnny. Johnny said it's a beer. He's the only one who's right. It is beer. It's from oh, Twisted shit. Pine in Boulder, Colorado. No wow. kidding. Wow. <clears throat> They're about to get There's sued. No yeah. trademark <laughs> issues with uh, taproom. Yeah, it's all taproom. Uh, that's a good point. Good point. All right. So you got one right. What's next? Peter Cotton Ale Saison. Oh, God. I hope not. Oh, that's different. <laughs> what do you think, Johnny? Just no. Like, like if somebody actually did that, they deserve to be shot. <laughs> wow, that's hardcore. Um, <clears throat> Sully? I, won't, I don't think they should be shot, but I say no as well. I think it's a beer, and because people do this, yeah. th- there are people who think these things are cool, and uh, so they, like they're sitting around one night, and I don't know who it was, their cousin or someone was like, "What about Johnny Cottonell?" <laughs> and then they named it the beer. Uh, so I think it's a beer, Doc. I think it's a beer too. The only thing that throws me a little bit is because it's a saison. It's too cute to be. And it should be a run of the mill beer. Oh, that's and a then, good and point. And then you throw yeah. in saison, which. Oh, you're a lot of people. Unless you're a beer geek, you don't know what for that sure. Is. Those two things don't yeah. they don't match. No, they don't match at all. Oh, damn it! That's yeah. a good point, Dave. What do you think? Well, because they don't match, they match. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying it's a beer. I'm, I'm, going, I'm beer. going beer. Oh, you're going to call it oh, even yeah. with that argument. You're going to call it a beer, uh, Beardy. Beer. All right. Not beer. It's not beer. Ah. Well, good. I've never been so glad to be wrong because uh, that would suck. Johnny's looking for the win already. All right. Third one in a row. Let's see how you do. Bang the gong. Belgian dark strong. Mm. Mm. Beer. 
Johnny says. But he says it with confidence, too. I think he was choking. (laughs) (laughs) Does it sound familiar because I know it's a beer or because Bang the gong. Because it's bang the gong. Bang the gong. Oh, yeah. Thinking of the T-Rex song, maybe? Yeah. Huh. How many has to? An- how many does he have to answer? Three in a row. He's, if he, if he gets, gets this one right, right, he's the winner. Which he says it is a beer. I'm going mm. for fourths of the uh, toasty uh, pastry. Nice. nice. Thank you, Scott. JP, what do you think? Um, Bang the gong. D- uh, what, what style? Belgian dark strong. A, it rhymes. And you should bang the gong <laughs> before you leave and get married. Uh, I say beer. Sally. I have to recuse myself. Recuse myself. We actually, this is our beer. It's our beer. <laughs> 21st Amendment beer. <laughs> I say uh, that's beer. All right, Dave. I'm going beer. Yeah, everyone thinks it's a beer. Yeah. Doc? No beer. Okay. Mm. Beardy? Using Doc's logic from last round, do they have gongs in Belgium? Mm. <laughs> that was Doc's because- logic? Well, because he's like Saison and Peter Cottontail. Oh, they go together. Go together. Do, what does a gong have to do with the Belgian Dark Strong? Uh, Other than it rhymes. Huh. I like the logic. That in and uh, of itself is so, exactly what it has so to do. So you're well, saying right. no. Well, because I said yes because it didn't make sense last time, so I'm going to say uh, no this time. He forgot already in the uh, interim. <laughs> or yes again, sorry. I, he's in the yes beer. Yes beer. Yes beer. So what is his answer? Yes beer. He doesn't. He's not even on this planet anymore. I think it is a beer made by an American brewery, <laughs> which you know excludes your logic about Belgians. So. American brewery from the Midwest. Well, <laughs> let's, try, let's try to call our shot for yeah. the sick kid who's uh, you know because they don't know that there's no gongs in Belgium. Right. <laughs> and Johnny said yes. Yeah, so it's a win if it's a beer. But it is not. Oh, oh not a beer. Oh. Uh, Johnny, you were so close, but uh, I'm going to put you on hold. Wait, if everybody else fails, we can come back to you, dude. Okay. All right, hang in there. So what, what do I Doc win for heckling. missing all of them? <laughs> yeah, you're like me, Dave. The uh, old Doc has one right, and otherwise everyone's been wrong every time. All right, let's go to... No, I was right. The second, the, I was right. The yeah. second one. You guys got one right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they did. Not according to here. Okay. It was beer. I'll, I'll, it wasn't I'll beer. take your word for well, it. That doesn't Moscow make, it, that doesn't make it true, Doc. <laughs> Let's go to Bad Apple from Fort Wing, Indiana. Bad hey, Apple. I've been there before. What's happening? I love that rapper. Hey, how's it going? Going well. You know the name of the game? Uh, yeah, I think the name of the game is I'm Drinking Toaster Pastry. Exactly. Uh, winner, <laughs> winner. Good call. I like call. this man. I like this man. <laughs> All right, you got to get three in a row correct. What's the first one, Moscow? Hoppy Ending Pale Ale. Ooh. <laughs> What do you think, uh, uh, Bad Apple? That sounds um, legitimately legitimate. So, yes. Jip? Yes. Uh, what was it again? Hoppy ending pale ale. Hmm. Sure. Why not? I mean, fuck it. Because the hops are just <laughs> popping. Yeah. That's definitely beer. Huh. This one's tough, huh, Sully? I think it's a beer. Yeah? It sounds like a Jeff Bagby beer that he like win a medal at and get up on the stage with funny pants at GBF and he'd be like, ending <laughs> Gold medal goes to happy ending. Yeah. Dave? Oh, this has got to be a beer. Right? It's too good not it's, to be. Yeah. And if it's not, we're taking it. Yeah, it will be tomorrow. <laughs> Call the lawyers. Doc? Well, as you said, it, it could be a pub beer. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't have to be a label as cool as toaster pasty. <laughs> Right. Uh, Toaster Pasty. pasty. Well, that's the Burning Man version uh, of the 2-1-A beer. I'm bringing a keg out with us uh, next week. You're right. It's too too good to not be a beer, so it's a beer. Okay. Uh, Beardy? It's a beer. Huh. 
Winner? Winner. <laughs> yeah, it's a beer. It is beer. Yep, that's from Firehouse uh, Grill and Breweries here in the Bay Area. Oh, there we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, you got one down, Bad Apple. What's next? <laughs> Sheep Shaggers English Pale Ale. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's real. Huh. Yep, 100%. 100% Shouldn't that be a scotch? Oh, you know it, huh, Bad? It's going to be a scotch ale. I was just going to say that. All right. <laughs> bad. He, wait, he knows it? He knows He said that's oh. a beer. Oh, well, then it's a beer. Well, I, I, yeah. you actually know the beer. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had the beer two or three times, yeah. Well, there you go. I, uh, I agree disqualified. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, no, that's fine. So so is everyone a yes? Does everyone is it, say no, it's not a beer? Is it my turn? <laughs> yes, it's your I, turn. I say it's not a beer. It's not, he still <laughs> says no. I think this guy is out of not rocker. He's been drinking something. Yeah. Sully says bad apples are dumbass. <laughs> well, I, I, and I jumped on that one too quick, and I was thinking I was going to get kicked out of here. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm not supposed to answer that quick. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> that's no problem. So you also know the beer? I, I do not, but oh. I mean, again, how could, you, how could that not be the name of a beer? Yeah, yeah. All right. Then, Doc, you saying yes? The listener said yes. He's he's had the beer. I'm going with that. All right. Beardy? I trust him. I trust him, too. You're right to trust him. It's beer. It's from the Carignorm Brewery in the U.K., and I think the tagline is, the best beer bar none. Oh, God. Oh. All right. I love that. You only got to get one more right, Bad Apple. Hops with she yeah oh hops what she said IPA <laughs> no. another one oh, you say no huh unless it's your homebrew yeah, no, no it's got to be it's commercial not homebrew Sully what was the question <laughs> hops what she said oh yeah that's a beer <laughs> <laughs> Jeffy yeah sure Fuck yeah. it yeah yeah Dave I'm know. going no yeah it's too good I don't think anyone's come yeah. up with it yet. Uh, Doc? You just call it good? Yeah, it's a beer. Yeah. Doc says yes. I don't think it's that good, and I don't think it's a beer. I think it's the opposite of good. I don't think it's a beer. I do like (laughs) it. That's what she said. And what did Bad Apple say? That it was or was not? Bad? No. He said it's not a beer? For the win. Not a beer. Not a beer! We have a winner. All right. Bad Apple, uh, send an email to Bevo at thebrewingnetwork.com. She's going to send you something. Was I right? Um, <laughs> no, welcome back, Sean. Sully. Yeah, back yeah no. <laughs> it's after, remember, Sully's a senior. So I was after. trying to oh, take yeah. a selfie. <laughs> All right, congratulations on your win. Thanks, everybody, for playing along. Uh, what a great game of beer or not beer. Uh, beer or not beer is brought to you today by Toaster Pastry, the new beer from 21st Amendment. Uh, you can <laughs> find it. Toasty Pastor. Uh, <laughs> Toasty Pastor. That'll be the winter version. <laughs> isn't, isn't that uh, uh, Terrence the Black? What? Toasty pasta. Toasty pasta. Oh, uh, to- I think it's burnt pasta. <laughs> Toasted oh, pasta. All right. That's hey, by nice. the way, our, our pumpkin yeah. beer is not coming out until September. I just want to let you know. Okay? <laughs> Officially? So stop with a pumpkin beer thing. <laughs> now, will you release an Oktoberfest in September like it should be done? We oh. release that in June, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really do it like it's supposed to be done. All right. We need to wrap up our Brewcaster Challenge. Uh, and Remember that? So we, yeah, this happened about a year ago. And what we did was we got down to the finals where we have a winner's round and a loser's round. So where are we at, Moscow? Who's in the loser's round? So it, that'll be uh, JP versus uh, myself. Let's just recap real quick. It was you versus JP in the first round with a hoppy red ale. JP won that. Yeah. Nate versus Tasty with a wit beer. Tasty won that. I beat Jamil in the Black IPA Challenge, and Doc beat Plise with a Roggen beer. Okay. Right. And then we did uh, me versus Doc 
double IPA, Doc beat me, shockingly. JP versus Tasty, uh, a Roush beer. Tasty won that. I still call bullshit on that. Uh, And then uh, you and Nate in the uh, Consolation round did a Schwartz beer, and Nate beat you. Weird. Uh, So that makes, yeah, me versus Chip for the loser bracket, and uh, Tasty versus Doc for the championship. Okay. So what we did was to change it up a little bit. The last time we did the Brewcaster Challenge, we weren't even in this building. And now we've got some new team members around the Hop Grenade. So um, I made the executive decision to allow the Hop Grenade staff to choose the beers that you are going to brew mm. in the final rounds of the Brewcaster Challenge. Um, so they all voted. And where did we land for the losers bracket <laughs> between JP and yourself, Moscow? Jipper, it's going to be a American barley wine. That's not going to be ready for like two months. You guys realize that, right? Right. Is anybody yeah. else surprised yeah. that the first thing out of JP's mouth is a complaint? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like that's it's not going to be ready for two right. months minimum, if yeah. not longer than that. It works because yeah. we got time on this. Okay. Uh, we're off for the next two weeks. Then we've got GABF. Then we've got another conference. So there's plenty of time. Okay. And by the way, it's been a year already. Well, so what's another two the months? The only reason I bring it up is because yeah. usually that was a precursor. Let's we'll try to get it done fast. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. that was why we didn't do a lot of styles is because of a time thing so yeah. i don't know you guys we don't have meetings so how the fuck am i supposed to oh whoa. <laughs> oh wow now you know american barley wine fine is fine. the uh okay. are you worried about it no <laughs> do you guys understand yeah. the style unlike the rauk beer that nobody understands the style and uh, so angry about american. your losers bracket it's fine i wouldn't fine. age your barley <laughs> wine in your closet for a year just a <laughs> beginner's tip is that you. bad um i'll need my uh, conical back done <laughs> So, American barley wine. Now, there was some discussion about whether or not you will use the Pico Brew for the competition, which, of course, is is not part of the rules that you can't. Yeah. However, the system is so good that I I sort of feel like you're stacking the deck in your favor if you use it. I I agree. I think I should. However... I can't with an American barley wine because the thing it it has a limitation. It holds mm. nine pounds of grain. That's why you're so angry. About oh. it. You'd make a pipe. Oh. Oh. Yeah. He said he now can't use the Pico yeah. brew. Once you had extra. Oh please! Uh, there's no way that that Moscow stovetop is going to beat my B three fifteen hundred. There's no uh, way. Yeah, is that it's not okay? Fair if you take it out, there's no way. So okay. either way, I would like to use the Pico because then I can actually do shit during the day. Mm-hmm. But now I actually have to be attentive in my brewing and like, worry about <laughs> boilovers and all that kind of shit that nobody likes to do in the first place. <laughs> Can't you do like a one-gallon batch and put in uh, enough grain? Well, yeah, I probably, yeah, I'd we're, maybe. We're not going to want to drink it anyway, so I might still make <laughs> one gallon. <laughs> Just make That's sure to get all the PBW out of your uh, coil before you That's true. Knock I, out. I should do that. I think you should find a way to use the Pico Brew. It well, would it, it would sort of be a challenge to try to do a, a high gravity beer like that. I'll come in help the, you in the Pico. Sully's offering his I'm help. help. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm in. I mean, I'm sure the, I'm sure I can work around. I'll just talk to Annie. Mm-hmm. And uh, or actually, I, what I should do is go on the Pico Brew forums. I'll do that right now because there's a lot of people in the community. I'm sure who've already done that. Moscow, doesn't your dad have a Pico Brew that you could borrow? Well, he does have one, but it's 900 miles away. Go visit him and do a dual Pico <laughs> Brew competition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See your family. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, Pico Brew, Pico Brew versus Pico Brew. Oh, Pico hey. Brew for oh. the for the loser bracket challenge. I, I'd be into that. I like that idea. Oh. Okay, I'd be into approved. That. Talk about a brew crutch. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, there there goes my stovetop. Yeah, that's right. Wow, did the field is the playing field even if you're both on a Pico Brew chip? 
Uh, it's more evener. More evener? Yeah. Yeah. There's but, still the whole fermentation thing, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, true. You know what you're doing, man. You can do it. I do. I think I can. I think Didn't mean he can you, do it. You beat Jamil. He's the underdog. Wasn't Jamil not allowed to use, like, water or something? Like, didn't you give him some <laughs> yeah. I don't even think he boiled he his beer. He couldn't boil, yeah. yeah. He couldn't boil. But that wasn't right. even his undoing. His undoing was throwing in a bunch of old hops he had sitting around. But. And then, like, just <laughs> setting it in the corner of the brewery oh, yeah, in a carboy. Yeah. It fermented under one of our conicals at Heretic. <laughs> he, he threw the conicals. Like it needed yeah. shade or something. Right. <laughs> Uh, hey, all Sean, right, Sean. Do these guys encourage each other like this all the time? <laughs> yeah, it's not very loving here. I'm sensing no. some tension. I'm telling you, we don't even like each other. This is why we don't have meetings. After yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. we're on the air for the three hours, and then that's that. It's yeah, like you used to be, Sully. You, I got you know. some shrapnel. I came in. Did you do anything, Sully? I was like, fuck you. Yeah, I did. Run a goddamn company. <laughs> Pull the sponsorship, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> the show's when the show's over. We all go to our separate trailers. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's funny because we do the same thing <laughs> <laughs> all right now the winner's bracket is doc and tasty the the beer oh, that everybody's God. been waiting for and same thing we let the hop grenade staff decide on the beer that you two what, what did you cut them out from? so there were a few things we decided um that they they shouldn't choose so loggers this um, is a broad field. Yeah. But it's kind of your wheelhouse and we didn't want you to be able to out logger tasty okay also, IPAs, because we didn't want Tasty to out-hop you, right? Yeah. So we're trying, you know, we're just trying to level the field a little bit. Um, other than that, we pretty much left it wide open. Um, so what did we end up deciding upon? <laughs> Spice herb vegetable beer. Yes! Oh, wow. Spice herb vegetable beer. That sounds... Which is pretty wide open. You guys get to uh, stretch your creative... Balls, I don't know, whatever. I think I got a gold medal in the in the nationals with one of those this year. No, okay, in the past, back in the forties. That I got several in the second round. So okay, now we had tossed around the idea previously of a gruit. Yeah, I know because nobody knows that what's good. And somebody, well, that's what. So somebody from the hop grenade voted gruit as well. But Doc did make a good point. He had heard the rumor, and he was like, "The problem with a gruit is who the hell knows what a good one is? Like, how are we going to vote for the good one?" There's commercial. Um, There's commercial. But they're all good. They're all. Who who judges these? Uh, We do. So it's just about harmony. It's about you know harmonious. uh, You know the elegance of those beers and how the flavors interact with each other. God damn it! Turn his microphone off. So what goes in? Go back your, to Berkeley, Mister <laughs> Harmony. So well, what goes into your gruit? Uh, I would put in uh, sweet gale, rosemary, uh, thyme. <laughs> who are they? Yarrow, um, lavender, coriander. Right. So who knows what a good one is? That right. sounds terrible. Well, but no, but the idea Jasmine. is that. So I mean, look, you're going to get some bitterness from those ingredients. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that you don't want something that's screaming like, hey, I'm a rosemary beer, but you want those elements in there. Yeah. So that's how you would judge that beer, I, I think, that you would just how the how everything interplays with each other. Okay. I won't say the harmony word, but yeah, in a harmonious <laughs> way. Yeah. But I'm walking into that joke wall right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. Do you I, have a I, midnight I, yoga class to go to after the show? I do. I do. I'm having my chocolate shading. <laughs> I'm doing my kegels right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Right? But, uh, no, that, I mean, I think that's a great idea. It's a, cha- it's a super, it's a great challenge. Okay. Okay. So well, too late. We already let them vote on the spice herb vegetable. Oh, then why are we talking about that? Frankly, <laughs> I don't know. It's the same thing. 
No, it's not. You can add hops to a spice beer. Mm. One more thing. Yeah. Well, but it's all about... It's about harmony. harmony. You want to see what you, you're afraid to say the word. <laughs> the man, I love it. The man that is fucking going to, to Burning Man can't yeah. say harmony. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be so out there. Like He was thinking Do melody. you know what street I live on now? Harmony Lane. Harmony Lane. <laughs> he does live on Harmony Lane. Okay. All right. So that's your challenge, you and Tasty. And that will give us our winner's uh, round of the first ever Brewcaster Challenge. When's uh, it, finally. When, what does it do? Um, I don't know. We're going to give you a timeline uh, timeline afterward because it, we, we we do understand there's a couple of problems. Uh, one is that what? Doc doesn't currently have a brew house uh, yeah. since oh. move, since moving. Um, oh. Plus, there's the the See, Burning Man balls. situation and the JBF. So we know that there's a, a bit of a delay. So we're going to talk about that off air. And when we come back, we're back on air in two weeks. Then maybe we'll have a good timeline. Okay. Um, uh, how, many, how much yeah. time are you taking back by then? Just two weeks. Okay, because I'm a sponsor. I want to make sure that, you know this machine is working here. <laughs> <laughs> you still get your three. You are owed three shows per month. Okay. And you still get those. I'm going to have to talk oh, about <laughs> there, might be, there might be a lunch meet in there somewhere. That's yeah, right. Actually, yeah. there will be a lunch meet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no question. <laughs> that check cash is good. Damn it. You need, Sully. You need to cut a new spot. Your spot still is like, you can find our beer in Canada and parts of Alaska or whatever it says. <laughs> wow. Can I just yeah, go to Dave Canada now for commercials? Shattuck Avenue, Berkeley, California. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, can I just go to the president now for commercials? You, you, yeah, Let's you, just do this. Does, yeah. But, you know, I, the funny thing is I actually – I think it's kind of cool that you – have, have you run it today at all? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, it runs every show. I know. We have people that listen. Uh, <laughs> I kind of like that it's the old one in some ways. But we should do something new. Well, the old one, there's a couple well, of ones. Are you running the, the push? An- I'm running the Andy Wood old one now. Okay. Uh, but the push one, which is the Monk's Blood one, do you do that? And that's, is that that's the Andy Oh, Wood? no. I haven't played that one in a while. Let's, oh, let's play that, a couple of the them Andy, right now. That's by the, the way, Andy Wood one. Made make more one. Monk's Blood, please. Oh, we did actually. We that, we made it earlier. I haven't this seen year. it. Yeah. I, this is long. this is the one that's playing right now most of the time. That's the Andy Wood one. Amendment. Yeah. Watch yeah. out! Do you like beer? One. They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They, they make, make friends, friends and fun. fun. Watch out! Do you still like I love it. Good time? I, I have to tell you that I have you know your listeners will come up to me and they will recite this. <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> I mean Andy, I love that man. I mean yeah. he, he's made something amazing. <laughs> but don't you don't you have one that's uh, that's uh, that Push did that's kind of a. It's uh, it's it's actually a mix-up, uh, mash-up, excuse me, or whatever, with uh, oh, trying to be hip oh, right now. Techno yeah, yeah, the techno uh, one where, where Nico and I are like, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's so, over yes, over I do. I do not have it loaded up into right. the automation. But, well, I'm yes. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to take the time right now. Right. Yes, I am. But uh, <laughs> I don't think I do, do I? Do you remember what that uh, under, the Andy Wood commercial was made for? 2NA something 2010. Uh, it was made spot. for the Sully no, JP. I'm searching it right now, and it's not coming. You're saying that's that January 2010, yeah. That's the one. Oh. Nico, listen, our I love this. We have to do this for we one start over again. Again. We don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. Do you know where you recorded this voiceover? We, hey, it's Sully. The garage. Hey, wait, I didn't hear it. You we stepped over it. We opened the 21st moment. <laughs> <laughs> Can you back it up again? 632nd Street in San Francisco. Just two <laughs> Three more months until the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> 
Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco. Just two ago. blocks from Giants Park. <laughs> make a great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, so and you, just do things you, differently. You, you know what's and funny so about, now, you know what's funny we're about this? Our craft is that um, Nico was a theater major at Northwestern. Mm. So he was an actor in Los Angeles, you know, trying to make it happen. And when we cut that, it was at CBS. It was, it was at, at CBS, uh, that's yeah, right. That's right, down there in, in San Francisco. And I was giving him, like, direction, like, because he was, like, just reading it. straight. He's like, you have to end it on an up note. Because yeah. he, was, he was just like... Bleh, 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 and you're like, no, conversation. Conversation. <laughs> exactly. That's what we're doing here. Oh, and Nico is still very upset about that. He brings it out of He just brought there. it up the other day. <laughs> He's like, go on to the theater manager and finish on an up note. You have to, you have to end, the beers you know, are wonderful. Like drop it off. You got to go up. Wow. Yeah. My name is Sean O'Sullivan, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm Nico Freitas. I'm Nico. Um, I got a question I'm, I'm, for Dave. Uh, Dave, yes. do you ever get to pull I'm the president card? Oh, absolutely. Mm. Oh, there you go. We love it when that happens. Do, do you do it on yeah. up note? I, you know, <laughs> I'm what? the president. I'm the president. I'm, you know, all right, you tell me. I'm the president. <laughs> no, it's I'm the president. No, it's just, yeah, you're right. Which one? Don't Which one? follow the Nico way, well, the drama well, kid well, way. No, the, the first one. I'm the president. Sounds like a a dictator. <laughs> yeah, it just it's, it, it just doesn't sound very it's good. It's a benevolent dictatorship. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to follow that. I'm a president. I'm a president. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. We do need to cut a new one. We should cut a new one. That would yeah. be. It, can yeah. I just point out one thing? So the consumption rate on this side of the table yeah. seems quite a bit different than that side of the table. What is that all about? Do you think it's you're saying you're drinking more? I don't know. I There's a lot more. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> cans and glasses on this side of the table. It's true. You guys Justin, are hardcore. You didn't get any sleep last night. I did not get any sleep last night. And I didn't expect to drink this much, but uh, whatever. I'm in it now. There are four cans uh, that, that are open on this table. Are they all empty? Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> A little bit right here. Almost. Let me pour you a beer. Thanks, Sully. I do need a little bit more. There you go. All right. So the 21st Amendment Grand Opening Party is coming up this weekend. It's on Sunday from 12 to 10 down in San Leandro. Uh, Take Bart. It's not that far away. And everybody's welcome. Yeah, come on down. Okay, cool. Uh, face painting, clowns, donkeys. It's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. It'll be a lot of donkeys. <laughs> the president will be there. My little pony. The president. Have my, the president. Little pony. <laughs> the president. Have my little pony and a president. <laughs> <laughs> you can bring your barbecue grill if you want to light it up there and have fun. <laughs> I will. I'm going to do it right on a table. You know, yeah. should you if give, the president lets me. Give one of those out to the first 50 people. <laughs> Yeah, that costs too much money. One tabletop charcoal <laughs> grill. It's two bucks. That thing costs at least two dollars. <laughs> it's two bucks. All right. Don't forget, if you need to buy adult products, you can go over to adamandheve.com right now and use coupon code BNARMY. You don't have to go down to that creepy store on the corner yes, uh, and stand next to other people that are creepier than you are. Just go to adamandheve.com right now and for um, probably not a limited time unless they drop us. Use coupon code BNARMY and you get uh, free shipping. You get 50% off just about any one item. You, you get 10 free DVDs. You get a gift for her. You get a gift for him. You get a gift for you both. And um, you get a gift for the president. You get a gift for the president. <laughs> uh, coupon code B N A R M Y. It's a real thing. Don't go out to that creepy. What was store. it again? The the, the code? BN Army. 
Okay. BNR and burn them army. Yeah. Use it. You get, it's good stuff. It's a good deal. I'm single now. I need to. I need that stuff. Yeah. You stock up on your. condoms. A lot of them. Okay. You don't have like a lady. You don't have like a thing in every place you go now. Like you go to a lot of places regularly. You don't have no, like. No, I don't. A... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> on and on a high note. On up note. No, I. Uh, no, I do I not. Have a, I have an amazing son, and I like to spend a lot of time, quality time with him. So I do see you doing that. You're a good yeah, dad. I am a great dad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good dad too. <laughs> My shriek has been telling me for years I am a great dad. Actually, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good dad. Uh, all right. Are we about done here, everybody? Yes. Twitter, we, Twitter game. We've done all our work. Oh, the Twitter uh, game. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Jip, what was our Twitter game today? Uh, our Twitter game was I was asking uh, what us, the Brewing Network, would be good at a sort of competition style like thing. That's right. Yes. Not like the beer mile thing. Not like the beer mile thing. <laughs> American but, well, Ninja. Well, like it, but better. Or worse. What competition would we be good at? American Ninja. All right. What did we get? <clears throat> well, uh, TK says, uh, well, of course, Boner Chicken. Oh. Oh, yeah. We were, I we almost were, forgot about Boner Chicken. I don't, I don't think Dave knows about Boner Chicken. You forget about a lot of things that we do that are amazing. <laughs> uh, Sugar Valley Brewer says, uh, Home Brew Club of the Year. Oh, we do. Te- we're, we are actually good at that competition. Yeah. Uh, Dave Malone says the California Autobahn, where racers try to get old, clunky RVs over the Sierra Nevada mountains with or without brake function. Yeah, hmm. we're hmm. good at that. We're good at that. That's for sure. These are all good. Proven fact. Uh, old Prospector says, uh, who can get the most half chubs and restraining orders in one NHC weekend? Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Tasty. <laughs> Tasty. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Mark Bensink ben mm-hmm. says uh, the Fred Flintstone RV Breaking World Championship. Okay. I get it. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll erase that one then. Um, Austin says, who cares? Eventually you would win too much and quit. Oh. <laughs> like we're about to do with the uh, Homebrew Club of the Year. Correct. Uh, John Boris writes, Grab Ass World Champions 2015. Yeah, we're good at that. Uh, Keith Allen says, Members of the BN would be sword fighting champs in the California Penile League. <laughs> <Okay>. Shut <laughs> up. People like that one. People's the penis on Every time she's like, There's a penis joke. Well, yes. She loses him. Immediately, my brain went to you guys just all sword fighting each other. <laughs> <laughs> like actual sword? <laughs> no. Oh, penis. Uh, right. Wow. I just thought she didn't get it. Can I use my microphone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeff is an odd one. Jeff Suck says uh, uh, we'd be great at competitive talking over each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, last but not least, Nico Brew says anything but best Twitter game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like uh, talking over each other, and who cares? As soon as you got good at it, you'd quit. Okay. Yep. And that's, I think the quit Austin one is, is my is my favorite, but we could vote on those two. All right, raise your hand if it's uh, as soon as you got good at it, you'd quit. That's pretty uh, good. One, two, three, four. And then raise your hand if it's uh, competitive, competitive talking, talking over each other. Over each other. Uh, one, two, oh, three, tight. four, oh. which makes Bevo the oh, tiebreaker yeah. talking over each other. Oh. All right. Who's that winner, JP? That is Jeff Suck. All right. Jeff Suck, send an email to Jeff Bevo at thebrewingnetwork.com. Not only did you win our Twitter game tonight, so we will send you a uh, 
triple X size shirt of something that we don't need anymore. Uh, but you're also uh, entered to win uh, a cabin for two in the Labruski cruise coming up mm. in March. What's so. that? Yeah, so um, these friends of ours are putting on uh, this cruise that's for, for us beer geeks. It's a full-on cruise line in the Caribbean. Really? And um, it's uh, one of the guys from the String Cheese Incident, kind Kyle. Like, oh. Kind of like the one um, I go on for banjos. And you just said that like literally you are not into that music at all. It was like the grateful the string of cheese <laughs> incident. Um, and anyhow, it's like a cruise full of, of beer and having fun and some beer education and some. We're wow. going to be interta- we're entertainers. I think is okay, what we well, do. Right there. on there you go. And uh, everybody who plays our Twitter game and and wins is entered for a chance to win a cabin for two. Wow. It's, it's like Love Boat and where the has been. So yeah, I think you should go. It's coming up. In, it's I'm in totally it? it's in March. I'm totally going. And I think you should go. It's going to be a good time. I'm taking Dave with me. It's, I think you should bring Dave. We, have to bring we just all start talking over each other right now. It's really great to have you here. you had months today? Cans, yes, cans. That's actually the first time it's ever sounded good. I like that. That's nice. Uh, all right. new commercial. <laughs> Thanks for playing the Twitter game. We are off for the next couple weeks because Doc and I are going out to Burning Man, Burning where Man. we hopefully Woo! will survive and live and come back going and do more Burning shows Man. Burning Man. Burning when, we, Man. when we get back. Uh, in the meantime, the Burning Man songs <laughs> <Right>. are safe. <laughs> yes, it is. Be in safe. the meantime, there are other shows that you will find on air while we are gone. In fact, there's it's... supposed to be a Brewing Wood style recording tomorrow. Jamil's been sick, so it might get canceled. So stay pension, uh, stay, pay attention to the website. Yeah. Stay attention. And uh, stay attention. <laughs> I can fill in for him. Uh, well, in the case he dies. Also, um, if we reach ten thousand uh, dollars, there will be dark meat this That's, Friday night. That's yeah, gonna I happen. Get, tonight. I gotta go pull audio for push. <laughs> you do. Um, yeah. All right, get to work because He's like, I have uh, no time. To do did that. you say you had to pull out for uh, dark meat? Five episodes, ten k. It's all I ask. All right. Thanks. And everybody. I only need seven. So, um, not at least. Thanks to uh, Gall Maggie Brewing Company from Korea for being on the program with us tonight. That was very nice. Stefan was a, a pleasure to speak to, and the beer was really nice as well. So. All right. Anything else? No. Nope. I do it all. Okay. Moss, uh, Jip, you. Are yes. you ready? Yeah. All right. Sully, thanks, man. It's good to see you again. Thank you, man. I love you. Dave, keep up the good work uh, running that ship. Thanks for having me. Right, Mr. Dude. President. We'll see you guys on uh, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Coach JP. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Stefan from Galmegi Brewing in South Korea was on to talk about their really cool beer scene. Learn more over at galmegibrewing.com. If you desire to hear JP drone on about things other than beer, check out his Disney-centric podcast, Ears Up. Listen over at earsuppodcast.com or iTunes or wherever the fuck cool people do some cool shit. There's even a real cool churro shirt. Warren's on a diet, finally, that fat tub of lard. Go check out Moscow's Hop Cartoons over at hoplifestore.com. For some good beer inside and homebrew into the follow Nate Smith at Nathan Homebrew and Mike McDowell at Tasty McDee. Production director on the session has been Pushy Jack. Today's show has been produced by Scott Moskowitz. JP was drinking an IPA, but only because Sully was sitting right next to him. And Bebop still can't work her microphone. And your host was Justin Crossley. Be sure to find the Brew Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Justin's in Moscow and winning the race. JP does great as his cherry.